Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560 toll free for Dave and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Basically, Neil we were had yesterday, George, or uh, anyone else on the show do not necessarily it. reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. I think we now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Back to the phones we go, Luigi's on the phone with Brian yeah, I want to know uh, what's going on. How come Chris and Randy are interviewing you instead of the first team? I mean, what's going on here? What are you trying, guys trying to shoot a throw something here? Uh, what's the deal? You can't take tough questions? What's Luigi, going on? Luigi, you were able to call in, weren't you? Yeah. Well, then what are you worried about? I'm worried about because it's unfair. What's going, what are you guys doing over there? What, do you have any questions? Do you have any questions right. for the coach, Luigi? Luigi, you got any questions for the coach? Yeah, I've got a question for him. I hope well, then why don't you ask the question and not worry about whether Jeff and Joe are asking the question. you got a yeah, question, I, ask it. The question is, when is he going to get fired? Out of here. He's boring. It sucks. <laughs> oh! Did you hear the cigarette man telling me? The cigarette smith somehow killed me when a profound discovery. Oh, I don't mind paying for my butts and paying through the nose. I don't mind my hair sinking and the ashes under my clothes. Don't mind yellow teeth and fingers, having bad breath that always lingers. Hey, brother man, gonna light my camel cause all the pressure is too hard to handle now. <laughs> For 20 years, cause it makes me look cool and wise. And you know what the words and for confident with me get no exercise. Okay. I smoke three packs a day and take the coupons. I've got a ton. Ten thousand more mother amounts to go when I can order in the I always smoke a pair of feed my hunger that I hock up for love. Hey, brother man, gonna light my chemicals, baby. Tell you it's sure hard to can them now. I got a sweater from my grandpa. Tons of crap. It was pink and black. But don't worry, be happy. Crap. Was printed on the back. Oh! Return to Santa. Just send me cash. Okay. Your tacky sweater gave me a rash. I got a fruitcake and some plaid pants. Hair clippers for my nose. Another bottle of Old Spice. Boy, did I get hosed. He rode up on the return to Santa. Incredible. Who needs this junk? This year's Christmas. Really strong. Return to Santa. It puts the lotion in the bag. Don't mean to be rude. But this Christmas, I got scrooged. Bro, 
1004560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. Hey, we're getting real close, baby. We're getting real close. So Sandy's going to be coming down the squirt, squirt. Didn't he? and hope he's got good aim like Peter North. Yeah, it's getting real close. See, I made a bad mistake this year, which wouldn't be the first time, and that is, uh, you know, when you get this close to Christmas and New Year's, you play the rack for real. You don't sit back here and, oh, can we hear the bridge tender? Can we? No. no. You know, can we hear a jack in the box? No. No. You know, because these idiots out there, they want to hear the same four or five things over and over again. Let them go out there. Let them call Center One and buy nuggets. Neil's nuggets, okay? Buy Neil's nuts. And, uh, you know, cough up a few bucks for Center One, which, by the way, our total is just astonishing. And I thank profusely everybody, especially that gym guy in Fort Lauderdale. You think I should have used his name on the air? I don't think so. That's, nah. Ten grand yesterday. I opened up the mail, and here's a check for 500 and the next one right after is $10,000. Oh! So thank you, James, in Fort Lauderdale. You're one hell of a guy. But at any rate, 121884 bucks, and it's still got uh, eight days to go. So even though we're getting down to the bitter end, we're going to do well over 125 grand, I would think, which is not too shabby, especially uh, since we're not doing all that great here, you know? Well, the trends came out yesterday. I had a phone call at home. I had my lunch at Mommy's. Everything's going great. Huh? No, seriously, I'm in a real good mood. No, what are you laughing about? This is, this is called management style. This is Bluff Lindsay. When you know nothing about sports, you know nothing about uh, talk radio, you know basically nothing about what you're doing, you have to, like, uh, you know, they have play these little strategy games, little head games with people, like he did with you that time about, you know, the first time you did an hour or two on a year when I came up with a great idea of having you fill in vacation. And then he says to Joe, well, you know, it was okay, but uh, Greg and I still haven't decided, you know, and uh, it was a little weak, and uh, quite frankly, you sucked, or whatever it was that he said that made you feel like, uh, what is this man talking about? You uh, know. I took it the wrong way. Yeah, you took it the wrong way. Well, oh, I got a great line for that, but I'm not going to use it because I need the job. But at any rate, so at any rate, that's Bluff Lindsay's management style, and I understand through the grapevine we're starting to find out that all the little underlings over there in the other building over on Sheridan Street, this is the way he treats them. Just when they think that they're doing really great and they're kicking ass and they're making everybody happy, there's always a little shtuch in there. There's always like a little... So yesterday, everything is going sensational. I talked to a friend of mine who uh, we thought might have had uh, prostate cancer. I told you about that, didn't I? Well, I didn't tell you that. Well, it's a scary thing, especially when your friend is like 29 years old and he goes to the doctor and they uh, have to take a biopsy. And you're like peeing in your pants, like, uh, isn't that a little bit too early to be uh, uh -huh. croaking and stuff like that? So it comes to find out it was a negative, it's not nothing at all, et cetera, and so on. So I was in a great mood. I was real happy about life and everything else. Had a decent lunch at Mommy's. I bought her condo for her for my aunt. Huh? They approved your ass? They approved my ass. Yes, the condo. They, oh, you're such a wonderful boy. I said, just uh, cut the crap. So uh, everything was going right, and the phone rang, and here was Bluff Lindsay, our program director, with the results of the trend yesterday, the ratings, which is two-thirds of the fall book. Now, first of all, let me just point this out. See, these bozos over here, they really believed in their minds, in their hearts and their minds. They really believed that once the dolphins... See, people in this town, and of course the Cox people made that mistake for many, many years until they finally said, hey, you know, uh, screw it. Isn't that what they finally said? I mean, uh, they, they believe they're putting a dolphin broadcast on here. Now, yesterday, my good friend Nick from Nick Cigars was in here. Nick and Mike were here. And he was telling me, confiding in me, which I'll repeat on the air because it's very astonishing and uh, makes me feel a lot better, that 99.5% of the results he's getting from the station, which are spectacular, of the people going into his uh, showroom down there and buying all those great cigars, are from this show. They all mention Neil Rogers. And that the dolphin advertising has been like flushing it down the uh, toilet, is what he said. 
So every and granted, we can't compete with the Dolphins in terms of like all that mail out there, you know, for that truck they're giving away. We can't compete with that, and we can't compete with the cum of the number of front-running phonies who turn in to hear the games. But as far as money making, and as far as uh, you know, day in and day out, year in and year out, uh, it's no contest. But there are people who really believe that that's going to goose the numbers way up there in the fall book. Oh yeah, we got the fall book. The Dolphins will bail us out. Did it bail us out? No. No, I mean we're doing okay here on QAM. Considering what we are, you know, kind of horse and buggy, a sports bar with a microphone. But uh, although I think when Ranieri starts in the mornings right after uh, the new year, I think that's going to really goose us up again. Uh -huh. you know? I think uh, that we have, you know, something that makes sense. Something uh, where, you know, people are getting some information, getting a little bit of news, finding out what's going on in the world. Besides, you know, Danny's great, Danny sucks, Jimmy's great, he's got a bad haircut, he shouldn't have been there because his mother died, all this other crap. Oh, by the way, Scott Mellonby, no, it's not a Neil Rogers thing, the stuff about Stu Barnes. If you'd read your newspaper, Scott, I know you're busy being captain, and you got a family, and it's Christmas, and you're real busy, you're a good guy. But if Scott Mellonby would read his sports sections of the newspaper, he'd find out that both of them, coincidentally, have everything the same in there today. David J. Neal and Michael Russo have written exactly the same articles. How do you like that? Including the rumors about Stu Barnes. By the way, do I want Stu Barnes back on the team? No. And I'll tell you why momentarily. So at any rate, eventually I'll get to the story about Bluff Lindsay, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, always got to throw a little shot in there, you know? Which I'll get to in a moment. Are we doing bad on this show? No. Are we, like, uh, kicking some serious ass here in midday? No. Still? Yeah, we're doing pretty damn good. Are we, like, doing the, in some demographics as much or more than both morning and afternoon drive combined? Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. But uh, I'll get to it. He's got to get that little stuff in there because that's the management style of a program director who basically is like uh, a lost child, you know, not really too uh, familiar with what's going on here. But that's okay. He's a, good, he's a good guy. Never stole a freight train. Not a bad guy. He's just kind of uh, clueless. Nine minutes after ten at 560 WQM. Puts the lotion in the basket. Bye, Jack Lowe. Bye, bye, Jack Lowe. All right. I didn't realize you were still alive, but you got it to goodbye, Jack Lowe. Oh! Bye, bye, Jack Lowe. Bye, 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 Jack Lowe. I love you all the way, my love. When you said you looked up down, oh. Every year you wore that pompadour and your both eyes for Jack Lord. Bye bye, Jack Lord. Bye bye, Jack Lord. When they found you dead on Diamond Head. They refer to your career instead. You quit the show cause you were longing for sweetie brushes on the Panthers ball. Jack Lowe. Jack Lowe. Jack Lowe. Jack Lowe. Okay, 1014 at 560 WQM. So guess what we got today? I got I just got too much material here. I'll never get caught up. First of all, we did get had yesterday by somebody associated with <laughs> Babbling Brook over there. 
What did I tell you? I was suspicious right off the bat when we got that supposed spy report about how she was on here on Monday on Stupid Talk, and then she resigned, and yeah, you know, to try to get everybody all excited and tune in at 3 o'clock. So about 3.15, after I got my call from Bluff, I took my little radio, I turned it on over there on the 940 on Stupid Talk, and guess what? There she was, and I listened for about 10 seconds, and I turned it right off and went back to Guiding Light. Like I will every afternoon. I mean, guess what, sweetheart? If there was any doubt, I mean, if I happen to be in the car when this bitch is on any day, I'll guarantee I'll have Hank on so loud the speakers will be blasting, which I listen to Hank going home every day anyway. And if I have uh, to go to the bank, to the store, to the toilet, whatever in between, I go in the car and I'm listening to Hank. In fact, I haven't heard Rick and Suds twice during the time that I, the year that we've been on this station. Not because I don't like Rick and Suds, but uh, I enjoy hearing Hank when those gamblers aren't calling in. And I, you know, except for in the morning, I listen to this station. I don't even think about turning on that station. In addition to which, when I did turn over to her, she's going on about the, uh, well, Ron and Ron, uh, uh, I don't know, they're not in the air anymore, and uh, they weren't really Ron. And, uh, and uh, so obviously she's involved in another one of these radio groupies, terminal, boring, uh, coma-inducing, and I shut it off. And you, you know that's one of those idiots from either Orlando or from Tampa. And for those, the benefit of those of you people listening out there right now, which we have many of those people, some of you may be nice people. I kind of have my doubts, but you may be nice people. But nevertheless, uh, nobody, does anybody down here want to hear about Blob Lassiter? No. Does anybody want to hear about uh, you know what's going on at Ron and Ron and no. freaking uh, Tampa Radio? No. No, we don't care. We didn't care before. We don't care now. Most of the people here, do they even know who those people are, except for Ron and... No. No. So what's that all about, sweetheart? So she's, uh, I mean, what a... And, and wait till you hear these numbers, by the way. Like I said, I got so much stuff. Wait till you hear the great John Ford, who I guess is off the air now. Nice going there, John. <coughs> here I thought nobody could outdo Mr. Ego, okay, in terms of putrid, unbelievable numbers, so fractional that it would take a Mount Palomar telescope to see their ratings. And John Ford, he did it. <coughs> all right. And just when Rick and Suds were starting to build up a little steam and give Hank a little competition there in the afternoon, guess what? Pete Bolger, as usual, he shoots himself in the foot. Nice going, Pete. Oh. Like George says, you are perfect. Like the judge that says about the, you know, the most perfect little uh, uh, hunchback he's ever seen in his life. Pete Bolger is the perfect program director. He's never, ever been right. He's never had a success. He's never done anything, made any move that made any sense. Has he? No. So, come on, here's another one for you, Pete. Right in the other foot. There you go. Just like Joe Pesci would say, do a little dance. There you go. Wait till you find out those numbers there on that morning show. So, at any rate, I'm all over the place here. So, she's going to, just when Rick and Sud's starting to build some momentum, we're going to schlep them back in the mornings to make sure that they fail big time. You have no clue what you're doing over there, mister. No clue. Is there anybody in town who doubted that? No. Of course not. Of course, how can anybody, you know, take the time to learn and study the numbers and uh, really get a, grap, a, gri, a grisp, grasp on what's going on when they're too busy stabbing everybody in the back and hiring people the entire kingdom? I, you know, I come into work this morning. I have never noticed that place across. It's right across from our building here on 441. There's the entire kingdom. Wouldn't it be something if it turns out that Brooke, Babbling Brook and Pete Bolger were getting their tires done or their rubber changed or whatever they were doing over there, and that's where they had the conversation? Say, oh, by the way, hi, Brooke. Uh, you want to come to work? Yeah, yeah, okay. We can't hire anybody. And by the way, we don't can't fire. We can't find anybody stupid enough who wants to produce your show because nobody wants to work with you. Okay, you psychotic bitch with your jappy. I mean, seriously, like the guy said yesterday, he was he was great. He was right on target. He should be the PD over there. Nobody wants to hear some obnoxious, jappy, New York, Yenta-sounding broad on the radio. Nobody wants to hear that. And I don't care how much they're sucking her ass the first couple of days back. She's a poor man's Randy Rhodes, which Randy's annoying enough as it is, but at least uh, you know, she's who she is. 
But this broad comes in here pretending that she never heard Randy. She don't know from Randy. And she does exactly that same jappy routine on the radio, catching, yeah, 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 you know, that stuff. Uh, nobody, does anybody want to hear it? No. Of course not. And at a time when every day part on that station went in the toilet in this last trend, and Rick and Suds were the only ones that went up, what do they do? They yank them off, and Pete Bolger puts them in the morning. And now puts her in the afternoon. That'll really goost those <laughs> afternoon numbers up. She'll, she'll give John Ford a run for his money. Remember, they don't care about numbers at Clear Channel. Well, that's obvious. Then they ought to be real happy then. Maybe that's why Rana was peeing all of her leg up at the track that night. Oh, oh we would love to have you back. But yeah, right. And at the time, I was thinking, okay. Well, that was the time that Norm Kent was negotiating my uh, release from this place, unbeknownst to me. Well, you know, he's uh, got a lot of time on his hands, I guess. You know, price of weed is going way up. So anyway, we got a Furby. And we thank uh, the people at Albertsons over there on Oakland Park. Well, I, why should I thank them? They give they give two of them to kiss. So you know, evidently they don't like. Hey, kiss this, okay? But at any rate, so Sam is going to take the QAM van up there, and we're going to auction off. They 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 did one for a kiss this morning. Which now was that for Sonny uh, Fox's rehab, or was that for uh, charity? The eight hundred bucks they raised. No, seriously, they auctioned off one of the Furbies. Eight hundred bucks they got for that ugly, grotesque little thing this morning. So we got a virgin Furby that Sam is going to be auctioning off right up there in the Albertsons parking lot. We'll let you know when he gets there. Of course, along with all our other Best and Neal stuff, in case does anybody want that anymore? No. No, okay, well, like, like we said, you'll get the Furby. Cause, I mean, I can't match up to that, especially with these marginal numbers. Am I ever going to get to that uh, damn phone call from Duff? No. I started that 20 minutes ago. Well, I got a lot of stuff here. I'm wound up like a goddamn alarm clock. Plus, you look at the phone board, there's not a call on there. They're not going to talk to us today. Doesn't make any difference if the phone... By the way, is the phone working? I thought we'd just, uh, just check, you know, after yesterday's uh, horrendous experience. I don't care if they call or not, because like I said, I'm playing everything from Aardvark to Zebra and everything in between. It's the holidays. That's what I used to do at this time of the year. But when you're off for seven months and getting paid and got a big smile on your face, you forget about stuff like that. So anyway, after all this other traumatic stuff happens yesterday and everything turns out great and I'm sitting there with a real smile on my face, I look at the stock market is going up and uh, Guiding Light, uh, uh, what's her name, Dinah's got her, her face is getting worse by the day and I'm saying, yeah, she deserves it. And the phone rings and it's Bluff Lindsay, our program director. Well, here's the trends. You know, we were pretty much flat. The station was flat and, uh, you know, we did a 3-0 to a 3-0 and they starting to give me numbers. And, and he's given me numbers from the summer book to this trend, which, quite frankly, have nothing to do with each other, by the way. You go from trend to trend or from last year's book to this year's book. That's how it works, Bluff, but I don't want to get you know, technical with you, okay? So at any rate, to make a long story short, Persons 12 Plus, which is the entire audience, we went from a 4.5 in the last trend to a 4.4. You can't get much flatter than that. And considering that, uh, let's see, Hank's got a 2.6. What do they have in Morning Drive in 12 Plus, he asked. Well, let me take a puke at that. Is it on the first page? No. Second page? No. Okay, so Hank, the morning they got a 2-2, Hank's got a 2-6, so they got a 4-8, and we have a 4-4 from 10 to 3, which means we got about a 4-8 here uh, from 10 to 2. So we're doing as much as the two drive times combined. So we're doing pretty good here. In fact, uh, if you extrapolate 10 to 2, we're number 3 in the entire market uh, and 12-plus, uh, which is astonishing because the, the only other English language AM is not even on the second sheet. You have to go down to INZ with a 3.1. That's 12-plus total audience, and by the way, 25 to 54 midday, they <laughs> took a big dump. So at any rate, then he goes on about 18 to 34. Now, keep in mind, those of you who are not radio people, but I've tried to train you over the years, 18 to 34 is like FM, like Zeta and uh, Power and uh, Big. Uh, that's not our demographic. There is an AM station in America that's really all I concerned with 18 to 34, although we really usually do pretty good on this show. 
As a matter of fact, uh, here it is, midday 18 to 34. Back in the summer book, we had a 4.9, 4.9 share, which for an AM station is astonishing. But it, it kind of bounces around because it's a narrow demographic. It goes up, it goes down. It's always been that way on the show. So we went uh, from a 4.4 in the last trend in that demographic to a 3.4. And Duff says to me, in the middle of uh, telling me about how we were pretty much flat in the other demographics, we were still number one in men, although down a little bit. Uh, in this demographic, as well, you went from a 4.9 in the book to a 3.4. That's not good for sales. And at that point, I just about dropped the phone on the floor. Because, first of all, do we sell 18 to 34? No. Is there anybody in this uh, buys this radio station looking for 18 to 34? No. Is there one client that buys WQAM for 18 to 34 audience? No. No, of course not. We ordinarily pay almost no attention to that demographic. It's not our league. It's not our thing, okay? But he had to throw that in there, and now I'm discovering that this is part of his management style, that there has to be a little, uh, sometimes subtle, not too subtle, put down in there for everybody to make him feel a little bit better about himself, like he's the boss. Do you understand? This is the management style. Even though we all know he knows nothing, he's got no background in sports whatsoever, wouldn't know a goddamn hockey puck from his rectum, has no background in talk radio. But like I said, he's a good guy. This isn't personal, it's business. But there's always got to be like a little shtuk in there to like make you feel like, ah, a little uh, nervous, you know? Am I nervous today? No. No, I don't think so. Okay, I've been doing this a long time, and quite frankly, these numbers suit me just fine. We're doing a 5.1, 10 to 3 midday, 25.54, which means we're doing almost a six-year, which I would say on this goddamn horse and buggy station, especially after following that morning show, <laughs> oh, God, I think that's pretty good. Because you'll notice, you sit in there every day, you notice, unlike the old IOD, every day we sit here, it's like I'm talking to myself. I have to generate my own audience. I would, just out of curiosity, I'd like to hear from some people real quick, okay, this morning, who listen to the worst team. Is there anybody out there who listens to the Neil Rock? Because I know there's crossover between me and Hank, because a lot of people mention that. But, but the worst team, I mean, Hank is doing fine. The worst team, that's the chigger in the woodpile. Not personal again. I like all those three, even Geldy. They're personally, they're okay, even him. But uh, that show could use a lot of work. Oh, well, I guess it's a moot point now with Ranieri coming on. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe the fact that they haven't, uh, you know, seen the error of their ways. I mean, you can only hear so much about Gator football and some 12-year-old kid with a great arm in Peoria, and it gets a little bit ponderous. You know what I'm saying? Boy, do I have a lot of stuff today, man. i got a lot of territory and only three hours and 35 minutes to cover. We'll let you know where Sam's going to be with the van, by the way. And no riots, please, okay? We don't want to be responsible for any aberrant behavior. We'll do an auction up there. they got 800 bucks for KISS. For Sonny Fox's rehab, which I think is pretty damn, uh, you know, nice, pretty white of whoever came up with that cash. So we can raise some serious money for a center one. and may, Or maybe we'll just use it for somebody else's rehab in this building. Since evidently there seem to be a lot of people in this building, AM, FM, PM, and whatever, who need rehab. <laughs> oh. Too bad I missed that Christmas party last night, George. Oh! But you know something? I'm sure, I'm sure that Bluff and some others in this organization are happy I wasn't at the Christmas party because I would have heard even more stories that I'm not supposed to hear about. Yeah, see, that's another part of the deal. Everybody is always warned, oh, don't let Neil find out about that because he'll put it on the air. See, if somebody tells me something in confidence and says, don't repeat this, I never repeat it. I've always been that way. But if I find out something that, uh, you know, is not, has no relevance in terms of confidentiality, I'll be glad to put it on the air because the audience likes that crap. They like the juicy uh, stuff is what they like, the juicy crap. <laughs> Anybody out there have any juicy crap today? Oh, boy. What am I so wound up for here today, huh? 1026, I don't know. It must be uh, that Bluff Lindsay guy. Yeah. Not good for sale. Oh, oh, gee, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll try harder. I'll try better. I'll try to sound younger. Hey, how you doing, everybody? It's Boog Shabby with the Rock and Roll Sports Show. Hey. 
1026 at 560 WQA. Hey, Brian, are you happy? I hate WLD again. I'm sucking my dick, uh, but I'm happy. Oh! anymore at home, by the way, Brooke. Don't ever call me again. Lose my number. It's not that I dislike you, nor do I like you. I don't know you, and uh, do I want to know you? No. no I don't. So, and uh, plus, uh, forget about it. So, at any rate, wait till you hear these numbers, man. These numbers for the uh, worst team. Uh, the, what do they call it? Oh, yeah, the worst team. So, look at this. I mentioned, do we have anybody listening to this show who listens to the worst team? What have I got? Three calls on there, which two are already on there. Miami, hello. Miami. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, can I call someone a douchebag? Yeah, uh-huh. okay, look in the mirror. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy holidays. And back to you. Um, I listen have to the worst team for about... Pardon? I said, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Great. Uh, I listen to the worst team for about two seconds until I hear that, that gelding. Yeah. My eardrums just burst. Okay. And that wee, wee, wee makes me want to go, go, go. Is it the wee, wee that makes you want to go? Yes. Okay. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Okay, there's our survey right there. I think that sums it up pretty well, which is probably why we're near going to be on the station. Not that I want to get interfere with programming. But, I mean, you know, when you're following a dead air for four hours, it's a little bit on the difficult side. I wish those guys all well. I hope they all come down land on their feet. I understand that uh, we're going to be putting the depot into GA. He'll come out okay. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, it's Christmas, and I need to confess my sins early. Yeah. I do listen to the, that first team. Oi! Yeah. <laughs> but you're still better than them. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, obviously, there's no comparison. There's no question about that. The ratings show it. The, the numbers tell it. Even though the ratings are often bogus, they show very clearly beyond a shadow of a doubt. Oh! They've got more people listening in any five-minute segment than they've got listening all morning. But that's beside the point. I don't want to dwell on that. Do I? Uh-huh. But, uh, no, that's not just the idea that I'm not really all that confident. I've never uh, had the feeling in the year that we've been here, which in a week it'll be one year. One week from today, next Wednesday, one week from today, our one-year anniversary. Oh! We'll take all the gifts, oh! all the presents, all the money you got. Oh! Boy, a year that we've been in this uh, thing down here. And you know something I think we're going to discover once we move upstairs, if and when that ever happens, that being down here wasn't really all so bad. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. I think you do. So anyway, can I just interject these amazing numbers? When you, uh, you better, if you're on the road, pull off the side of the road right now. Pull over to the curb, okay? You are not prepared. You aren't ready. This is on a 50,000-watt station right smack in the middle of the dial. That morning show that they put the unctuous John Ford on there. What is he? He's a monster. He's a uh, talent, a creative, creative genius, a creative monster. Ever seen him? He looks like a monster to me. Persons 25 to 54, which is our target demo here on these AM stations. Bluff. Not good for sale. Oh, I'm sorry. 25 to 54 is the morning show on the Stupid Talk Network on the first page? No. Is it on the second page? No. Is it on the third page? No. No, the worst team is on the third page. They went from a 2.8 in the last trend to a 2.8. 
Clive, a little not, uh, and that's what then the dolphins now. That's two months into the dolphin in the fall book that was supposed to like put this station way up there on top. Did it work? No. Let's see. We're looking for WYNZ, the uh, stupid talk on the fourth page. Is it on the fourth page? No. Wow. Woo. And way down near the bottom of page number five, Cinco Cinque. WYNZ. Now keep in mind in the summer book when I think Mr. Ego was still on. When did this uh, bozo go on the air in the uh, morning? When did John Ford go on in there? Huh? About three, four months ago? Something like Had that. Had to be, yeah. Yeah. So at any rate, in the summer when there was mostly Mr. Ego, a 1.1, which is uh, embarrassing at best on a station with that kind of a signal, but nevertheless, at least over a one share. In uh, August, September, October, which is the next, and see, all the trends are three rolling months. You know, that's how it works. It went from a 1.1 to a 0.9, and now in this latest trend that came out yesterday, September, October, and November, stupid talk, 50,000 watts, the John Ford Show, rest in peace, went from a 0.9, the previous trend, to a oh! 0.6. <laughs> a 0.6 on a 50,000 effing watt radio station right in the middle of the dial, owned by a company that owns... J-Core and Clear Channel and more stations and money than God and Jesus and Moses and uh, Abe Hirschfeld put together. And speaking of Abe Hirschfeld, that's basically what the audience was saying uh, in, in a chorus. We wouldn't spit on the best part of them, much less listen. Let me say it again, a point six. Middays, Dr. Laura and Lardass, they went down to a precipitous 1.7, 25 to 54 middays. And the only bright shining light on that station in uh, this last trend was Rick and Putz. Now, Hank had a 3.0 in 2554 in the midday. And they uh, came from a 2.3 in the last trend to a 2.8. Right on Hank's big fat ass, there was Rick and Suds hovering, ready to attack. The only the only bright spot on that whole stupid talk station was Rick and Putz there with a 2.8 share in midday. Are they still in midday? No. After the new year, when they come back from their vacation or finding a new job, which I wish them luck, either of the above, they're going back to mornings again, which they hate mornings, which everybody knows, including them, that they're much better in the afternoon than in the morning. They hate doing the mornings, and uh, it's going to be like, uh, although they will, I, I predict right now, they'll do better than a .6 in the morning. Oh! Huh? No, seriously, don't you think that they'll do better than a point six? I mean, they're not going to do like the two eight. Damn it. Well, but I mean, that's just the way it is. What's the spread on that bet? Yeah, Ed Kaplan's going to be giving the point spreads on that, the overs and the unders. The under is the point six, and anything over uh, will be a big improvement. But I don't think it'll be too much over. So there you go with those, the story, the tale of the numbers, the tale of a program director who is perfect. As George says, he's the perfect jackass. He never gets it. He continues making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake taking people who have failed miserably or were hated like poison by the audience and putting them back on again and again and again. Did, did you like her before? No. Would you like her this time? No chance. Would you like her uh, in the midnight? No. no. Would you like her if she came to your home and gave you a wax job on your... Rectum? The answer is no. still no. So maybe that's why they don't write about radio in this market. Maybe Jick has got a point. Maybe what the hell is there to write about? The same old tired revolving doors spinning and spinning around, owned by like three or four bogus horseball companies that own every goddamn station in this market. Creativity, oh, we don't want to pay anybody, but uh, let's get somebody real creative in here, like, uh, you know, Grego and Scoopo and Poopo and uh, Mike Church and uh, Joe Church and uh, Joe Johnson and all these other people, right? Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe Johnson. He's, he's okay. He was at the hockey game doing one of those uh, things. By the way, I think uh, it's official. We got Washington Caps tonight. 
We got the uh, Tampa Bay up over there on the weekend, and I think after this they're going to uh, capitalize on my idea that I came up with yesterday of eliminating the game altogether and just having, uh, you know, Gary Glitter. We're going to go out there. We got the Panther Patrol. We're going to be slinging it. The little blimp. We're going to have ten little blimps dropping crap in there, and now you don't have to worry about standing up and blocking anybody's view. Everybody bring in a cell phone. We'll talk to each other. Hey, how you doing over there in 142? All right, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. The best idea in the history of the human race. Save that bald-headed, pockmarked piece of crap. $31 million. And we'll take up a collection. We'll take care of our friends like Ray Whitney and those guys. 21 before 11 is 560 WQAM. Oh, I have a lot of other hockey stuff, too, which I know that makes most of you crazy, but this Stu Barnes thing, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I have many comments to make about that. Do we want Stu back? No. Of course not. Of course not. And now Brian Murray, when it makes no sense to even talk about getting him back, now Brian Murray, oh, maybe he's the guy. But here's the guy that hated him in the first place. Oh, yeah, maybe he's the guy that we ought to bring back. Let's have a midget team. Let's bring back all little guys. I hate to break the news to you, Brian. We already got a guy that was number 14 who's more consistent and a better player than Stu Barnes. Oh, man. 20 before 11 at 560 WQAM. It puts the lotion in the basket. Bill's <laughs> played right, he never skated. It's a shame that Stu was traded. But I guess that's just the way the story goes. Why they traded Stu away, we'll never know. This really blows. We can't win. There's no winning to be traded to. We can't win. We can't score anymore. There's no winning if they trade it through. He can't win. He can't score anymore. Since the day they said to leave Will's performance has a thieving. But the powers that he say he's big and fast. The record shows he can't score goals, they're full of crap. They can kiss my ass. They can't WPM, so in conjunction with all these Stu Barnes rumors, by the way, which I didn't start, Scott Mellonby, they're in the paper today, are great hockey uh, uh, putzes, Michael Russo and David J. Neal. And this morning, I hope you have both the Sunset and Atlanta Herald like in your hand, and you'll notice exactly what I'm talking about for all this time. They, t- they go over there, whatever the coaches and the players tell them, they, they, they put it in the paper with no commentary, no thought, no analyzation, no insight, no nothing. 
because there are a couple of putzes over there, David J. Neal and Michael Russo. So, as an example, they, both papers quote Ray Whitney as saying, the last couple of months, every time we win two games, we come out and play like donkeys. That's frustrating as a team for the coaches and the players, etc. and so on. And in the other paper, it says, every time we won two games, we come out and play like donkeys. It's frustrating for the team and the coaches. So, they're all exactly the same quotes, the same articles, the same rumors in here about Barnes, Paradic, Dvorak, etc., because he's fallen out of favor in Pittsburgh. They don't want to play him all the money. They put him on the fourth line. And David J. Neal, as insightful as ever, who has no clue what he's writing about, says, in the trade that sent Peter Nedved from Pittsburgh to the Rangers and getting Kovalev, in the, somebody was leaving the Barnes, Martin, Strzok, Yarmer, Yager line, and Barnes was the one who was Yager's best friend, who wasn't there, whatever, whatever the hell that means. Well, guess what? Robert Lang is playing on that line, and Kovalev uh, has got nothing to do with it, okay? And Barnes playing on the fourth line. Stewie has uh, lost interest. He, he's streaky. He's not playing well. If you watched him last night in a comatose loss, 3 nothing last night, the Penguins, they're uh, in a coma. And as much as I like Stu, and he's having a good year, and he was very productive here. How many small players can you have on the same team? Is there anybody who can envision a power play with Dino Cicerelli, Ray Whitney, and Stu Barnes, and maybe Dave Gagne, too? Let's have a midget line, huh? Let's have all little tiny guys out there on a power play. <laughs> so when we needed to keep him, and needed to keep the chemistry of the team intact, and needed to keep a guy like Marty Straka, we didn't do it. Now they want to go into reverse, and somebody faxes me an idiotic, another brilliant column here from some jackass who writes in Palm Beach, who obviously knows nothing about hockey. Murray working to right or wrong, get Barnes back. By Brian uh, something or other. It's a bad uh, fact, so I can't even read the name on here. But whoever it is, this Brian guy. He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Right or wrong and bring Stewie back. And here's the, uh, the this and the that. I mean, you know, would I rather have Stewie than Chris Wells? Of course. Uh-huh. But, I mean, that's not the solution for the problems of this team. They need some guys, some size guys. I thought Brian was a size queen. I thought he liked the big guys. Now he wants to have a midget team. Here's a fax, by the way, that says, Yesterday, Brooke Daniels went to her first call, and the caller said, It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I laughed my ass off, says the faxer. And by the way, this fax, I'm looking on the, uh, on the address on here on top. It's from Clear Channel Communications is where it's from. It's an inside job. It says it was the only time I was entertained during her show, and most likely the last. P.S. Nobody will work with her. Nobody will work with that person. <laughs> P.S. John Ford, don't let the doorknob hit you in the ass. Oops, it already did, is what it says. From Clear Channel on the inside, no less. How do you like that? From their very own fax machine over there, right down the street. So guess what, Brooke? They hate you like poison, okay? Well, you remember the... Now, who was it that who was your board out that one time? I mean, who was a good guy, whoever the hell it was? Steve? Steve Nosering? Well, like I said... He's a very good guy. No, he's a good guy. He's okay. He's a little, you don't want to look at him too long, but Steve Nosering, he was all right. Never stole a freight train. And all, all her failures were his fault. You know, that was the problem. Now, my producer hasn't put a show together for me today. Like, like he's supposed to, like, uh, like every day when I come in the morning, say, okay, George, what do we got today? Well, today you're going to bitch about your mother. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, my mother, she, uh, she made the chicken soup and blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, you look like Randy Rhodes. And I said, no, I don't. I just waxed my uh, thing. And, and the wax was burning hot. And I had, uh, oh, God. Man, oh, man. It's it's really sad. Okay, I'm looking at these phones here. The datelines are open. I mean, I'm I'm prepared to play the rack today and tomorrow and then next week right up till New Year's because uh, I understand you're very, very busy, especially now. I do get that. Although I think that the worst team, if they were looking at this phone right now, they'd say, wow, this isn't a real good testimonial if they're going to save our jobs on there because uh, the datelines are all wide open. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line as we search for crossover here on this station. Do we have any crossover? No. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I, I listened to the first team for about 20 minutes, from 6 to 6.20. Yeah. You, you learn all you need to know. You, know, you know, know the scores of what happened yesterday. Right. 
and they say for the first time what they're going to repeat for the next four hours. Uh-huh. They have their little contrived controversies, and and then I go to Bob and Tom. Bob and Tom, excellent choice, by the way. I love yeah, Bob and Tom. They're good. Uh, Rick and Suds are great. I, I wish they'd stay on the afternoon, but um, yesterday they had Well, let me ask you there. this. When you have to choose between Bob and Tom and Rick and Suds, which, uh, which show are you going to be listening to? Um, it'll probably lean more towards Bob and Tom. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Brooke was on the air yesterday. She called WIOD, and she got uh, the voicemails, and you still have a voicemail box in there, just like she does. Yeah. She played it on the air. If you want to leave a message for Neil or whatever, you know. Oh, God. But, um, <laughs> How sad. Hey, Guess um, what, Brooke? I don't work there anymore, sweetheart. Don't work there. Shameless request? Yes, sir. Uh, young Neil? Okay, have a great holiday. No chance. Okay, now we're cooking, baby. Now we're smoking. We've got 400 uh, lines left. The phone works today, by the way. Just oh! that in passing. Thank you so much, our close personal friends at Bell South, or whatever you're calling yourself this week. Here's the mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello? Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy holidays. And back to you. Happy New Year. Happy uh, Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, happy uh, I, I just want to I want to oh, add geez. to the... I, I, I'm on, I, I drive a truck for a living, so yes, I'm sir? on the road all day. Oh, and, uh, poor baby. <laughs> yeah. So I've been listening to you for years. And I do listen to the show in the morning right. every once in a while. There you go. Here's the guy that's not embarrassed to listen to the first thing. Oh! Okay, I didn't listen to him today. Uh, the only person on that show, and I'm not just not taking a personal shot, is Gildy. Yeah. He does not have a face for radio. Uh huh. The kid needs to be somewhere else. I hear that he's got a <laughs> for radio, but other than that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, like I said, you know, I listen to, there's nothing else to listen to on the radio, so I listen to them. I don't know if I'll be listening to Rick and Suds, though, now that they're back on mornings. After yeah, something first. you're going to have to think about long and hard. Yeah. Hey, uh, Neil. Yes, sir? Uh, forget about Stu Barnes. We should have never got rid of Marty Straka. Right. He was the guy on the team. Yeah, but you know something? We can't go backwards now. I mean, if, if this is their strategy now to try to pacify the fans by bringing back Stu Barnes, like I said, we've already got a guy who's number 14 who's more consistent and a better player than Stu Barnes and a couple of years younger than Stu Barnes. We don't need any more little guys on this team. I mean, what's the point? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Although but, I um, well, I, I figure if we, you know, with the guys that we have on the team, if we get some goaltending, we should be all right. Okay. I mean, but, Okay. Have a, have a nice holiday. And Bye. you too. And keep saying that. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. We got the Caps tonight, baby. Hank will be on from Shula's at 2 o'clock. We got Josh Friedman. Josh Friedman. Oh, Briefly at uh, 6, and then at 7 o'clock, we got the pregame show with your favorite Geldy. And then the uh, game, 730 tonight. Be sure and turn that radio all the way down in the uh, no-volume position. It'll be on our sports channel tonight. Or better yet, come out to the Macarena. The Washington Caps should be easy pickings. I'm predicting a big Panther victory tonight or else, okay? The Caps are in a coma. They're a horrendous team. They're all banged up. they got more injuries than the whole rest of the league put together. They're just ready for the uh, pickings. So let's go out there and kick some serious ass tonight and just say no to this crazy Stu Barnes business. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. They want to unload him now. And uh, so we're going to go in there and take him back just because Pittsburgh wants to get rid of him and his salary? Here's uh, Sunrise. Push, put your finger on that button. Okay, I'm sorry. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, I, yes I am. Got a little boobermanxious report for you. Yeah. Did you look at this ad on 7A of the Sun Sentinel? No. It's from the uh, Jews for Jesus. Just have to quote. The Jews for freaking Jesus yep. have an ad? A whole page, man. Stick it up the joint. Page seven, eh? Yeah, gotta quote the the. the two oh sentences. my God! I can't believe it! Holy Christ! Exactly. The only Let's hope for this. peace was born in the Middle East. Yeah. Let's face it. 
every one of us is a sinner. If this looks like a God. piece of... Yeah. So I, just, I figured I'd need to share that with you. I'm kind of surprised you didn't see that already. Testimony book Jews for Jesus and the O in four. Did you notice this? They have the O replaced by a star of I David. Okay. Blame for Jesus. Oh my God. Hey, it's free, Neil. You could send off for a copy. You get material. Oh, 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 okay, send off for one for me. Uh, I'll do that thing. Thank you. Bye. God bless you. Zag is in. <laughs> Goyim for Yushki. How do you like that, huh? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Jews for Jesus is like uh, Jews for Hitler. You know, it's like liberals for uh, Jesse Helms. Somewhere along the line, I just can't quite put the two together. A whole page ad in here. If you want to know God's reasons, you must read the book he has given through the Jewish people, the Bible, the Bubamises, consisting of what is commonly called the Old Testament, and the New Testament was virtually written by the Jews. Oy. The great writers were all Jews. I didn't know Gorfidal was Jewish. Oh, well. They just, they just never stop, do they? The crazy, I've told you this for years, the crazy people are the religious nuts. They're the crazy people. Just take a look in Congress right now. Take a look at what's going on in your Republican Party. The crazy people have made it basically disappear. Poof. 1056 at 560 WQAM. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bow on the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Gott. It's not Evian. It's no Perrier. It's not even tap water. <laughs> oh, 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 tastes like piss. It is. <laughs> the new bottled water that tastes like piss because it is urine for a treat. The new bottled piss water. The next time you want to quench your thirst, take a piss. All right. Piss water from Kidney Bottling Company, Golden Shower, Colorado. Squirt, squirt. It's the best. 1101 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, happy uh, Chinook. Even though, uh, are they still doing that menorah, by the way, on Guiding Light? Uh -huh. Somebody tell them it's over, by the way. Uh-huh. Doing a menorah. They got Jews in Springfield out there in the Middle West. All of a sudden, this little bimbo who looks about as Jewish as my golden retriever. All of a sudden, she's a Jew. Poof, you're, maybe she's a Jew for Yushki. That could be it. Open line of Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So far, we've discovered four people who listened to the worst team, three of them for 10 seconds, and the one guy who wasn't embarrassed to admit it, but he's waiting for Rick and Suds or something like that. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. No, Neil, your high ratings only proves how many morons are out there in radio. Like you, right. Like no, you. Neil, not like me. Yeah, like you. You're you, listening. You are immoral. You're listening, right? Aren't you listening? How could you be no, calling no, listen, me if you weren't you listening? You listen every single day of your with life. A, with an idiot. What is it? I'm conversing with an idiot. Yeah, why is that? Why did you, do you have so no you life? Could, you, you have, have no life? Table, Neil. You have no life? Oh, I have a, I, I, then how come you're wasting your time talking to an idiot? I usually don't waste my time talking to idiots. There's proof of it right there. Look at that. I don't waste my time talking to idiots because, no question about it, after the first muffled words with a sock over his puss, you could tell. He's an asshole. Right. Two open lines a day. I mean, how many time, years have I been telling you that as soon as somebody calls any talk show, not just this one, and starts attacking, though, you're the worst, you're an idiot, you're boring, you're whatever you are, it's not a commentary about me. You're entitled to your opinion. It's a commentary about you and the fact that you would even call to tell me that. Does anybody who listens care what you think? No. Do I care what you think? No. Of course not. 
Of course not. And you're trying to rationalize in your own mind, even as you're listening like you do every moment, every day that I'm on, you're trying to rationalize in your mind that there must be some horrible reason that all these people keep listening and all the success I'm having. Well, guess what? They like it, okay? They like it. Everywhere I go, I'm getting a gas yesterday at the mobile station over there in Hollywood. I go in there, a young guy opens up the door, I uh, pay the guy the thing, I walk out, hey, by the way, Neil, like your show. How do you like that? Never, I wouldn't know this guy from, uh, from Jesus, okay, from Moses or this other jerk that just called, which, by the way, I take that back because, uh, you know, this was a good guy at the gas station. They're all listening, pal. And believe me, these numbers, they're up, they're down. They're pretty much the same year after year. And if there's any show in town that's underrated, that doesn't get the numbers, it's just, just like this guy. Do you think that if this guy who just called me got a couple of Arbitron diaries in the mail for his family, he's going to put down, he's listening to this show? No. He's going to tell the truth? No. Even though he's much more moral than I am, is he going to tell the truth? No. Of course not. How many thousands of people do you think we have out there listening like that in that category who hate me like poison and pretend they don't listen, but they're hanging on every goddamn word? In fact, this guy, probably everybody he talks to this week, he's going to say... It puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, that's right. That's what he's going to be. In fact, maybe that's what he's doing right now. By the way, it needs an ashtray. Here's a, a mobile in uh, Cooper City. Hello. Uh, good morning, Neil. How yes, are sir. you? Yes, sir. Great. Neil, just think if you got some promotion for your show. Hey, we'd all listen to you, Neil. Yeah. Everybody listens. The whole town listens to the show. I know that. And and then as soon as I start telling this guy, oh no no, well how how can the answer be no if he's listening and calling me? How can he have a, how can he have a life, especially two days before Christmas? This guy is calling me, who pretends he's got a life, to tell me uh, how how immoral I am and how I suck and and what a commentary it is on a community that people are listening, even though he's listening. Neil, what if somebody knows that jackass? Who, who the hell would call you and wait for fifteen to twenty minutes to tell you you suck? He's an it asshole. It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes uh, well, no, I do the, suck, and I'm proud of it. I, I listen to the first team off and on, basically because there's nothing else on at that time. Yeah. I, I, I like I like the guys on the on the worst team. The, the, the callers are the problem on the worst team. It's the same callers and the same old crap. Well, I, you know, I suggested that. Not that I want to stick my nose into programming, but one of our meetings we had here a couple of months ago, I suggested, why not get rid of those calls on the morning show? The callers are the worst. In fact, the, the worst. you know, I'm listening to Hank in the afternoon going home, and he's rolling along, and I'm uh, laughing and uh, getting whatever. I'm, and, and then all of a sudden the calls to, hey, Hank, what are your thoughts? Give me your thoughts on that. The Ishpeming uh, Ypsilanti game tonight. Who do you like? Uh, and right away, I'm just uh, puking my guts out. You know, the well, callers Neil, on this station on these sports shows are the worst. Neil, did you did you say Bob and Tom are going to be on the air and, and down here? No, they're on in Palm Beach. They're a station you can't get down here. Oh, we can't get them down. No. I, I I'll listen to Rick and Suds in the morning. Huh. Uh, because that's that's when I'm in the truck. Yeah. Uh, they're they're mediocre, but but they're okay. They're better Damn than it. anything else. Yeah. And Neil, can I make a request? Yes, sir. Uh, anything as Clint Eastwood with the Beaver and and Double B and uh, Big Jim, big douchebags and Double B. Give my wife a raise so I can retire. Okay. Merry Christmas. He'll give her something. And back to you. Okay, we have an open line in uh, day two in Broward. Fine. You're terrible. That's why I'm listening to you right now. You're terrible. You're immoral. You're disgusting. You're grotesque. You're a no-talent piece of crap. You're a faggot. You're a Jew. You're fat. You're old. All of it. But I'm listening and I'm calling you right now. Stop and think of the logic in that. I mean, the idea that somebody is that worked up to a frenzy that he would take the time out of his busy, worthwhile life to call and share that with us is so sweet and so wonderful. It enriches my life more than I can begin to tell you. God damn it. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> Neil. Yes. Uh, I, I wanted to talk to you about the airlines. American Airlines yes. has an embargo on boxes going to Cayman and to Haiti, but not to Jamaica. 
go to the airport with my son who lives in Grand Canyon. Well, what do you mean they have an, an embargo on boxes? Yeah, no, you can't take, you can't load your stuff in a box and take it to the Cayman Islands or Haiti. My son can't afford a a uh, piece of luggage, so he was told that he couldn't take his box down there with all his stuff. Well, what do you mean he can't afford a piece of luggage? What, what does that mean? <laughs> doesn't have any money. Well, why don't you give him some money? Or how about it's Christmas time? Buy him a uh, bag. He spends all his money on windsurfing equipment. Oh, God. Well, okay. buy him a, uh, buy him a Samsonite bag. What about Come American on. Airlines doing that? That's ridiculous. But, well, no, I think it's more ridiculous that you're so cheap you won't buy your son a freaking Samsonite bag. <laughs> that may be Come true. on. Go out there and buy him a bag and <laughs> hey. cut the crap. Get out of here. Talk about cheap. He's knocking American Airlines because they don't want a bunch of big, bulky boxes all over the goddamn plane. I can't deal with people that bring a bunch of, you know, people get on a plane. You're sitting there in first class. You've been the first ones on the plane. You're sitting there reading your book, enjoying your uh, diet soda, whatever you're drinking. And now here come the schleppers on the plane, and they're all dragging. Their, all, their whole life is on the plane with them. They're schlepping uh, surfboards, and they're schlepping bags, and they're schlepping fishing reels and rods. And uh, I mean, uh, you know, you're on a plane, okay? Well, we had to go away for the whole weekend. Yeah, right. They went away for like uh, two days, and they're bringing five years' worth of crap onto the plane. And uh, excuse them for taking up all the overhead space and delaying the flight for like a half an hour while they're uh, adjusting their lives. Open line in Tade, 2 and Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. By the way, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to that asshole that called a couple of calls ago, by the way. Hope you have a wonderful holiday, sir. In spite of the fact that everybody hates you like poison and you're miserable and disgusting and have no life, we hope you have a wonderful year. May it be a, may it be a prosperous and uh, last year for you. Eight minutes after 11 at 560 WQ. Have you had that, by the way? Thanks again to my good friend Bruce Davidson at Don Green Poultry in Opalaka. I didn't realize how much was in that box he brought yesterday. Speaking of uh, what's in the box, man. Brought me a... Uh, a crap load a case of my tyson seasoned beef strips i went home and opened up that box and i was putting stuff away in that freezer that freezer is loaded baby it is full so you haven't tasted this stuff yet wait till you find out how good it is mister even for a little uh, putz like you you're going to enjoy it especially with that cheese melted on there mm, good stuff it's just these guys nipping suds and whatever the heck it is and the people that call in they're just like them like that they're on the uh, what to call it the weed and they're high and they're I mean, it's terrible. For years that I've been look at, listening to 610 and Anna's here. Oi! There was a blue wellness
Goodbye to you, forever. WPM. By the way, we had a spy report off the air. That guy that called a few calls ago right around the top of the hour, that, that malcontent that was psychotic. Rumor has it that just like Sally Fitz, paramedics had to rush him to uh, Mount Sinai. 600 anal love beads stuck in his Rectum. body like that. Maybe that's why he's out of sorts today, huh? See, I, these people, what they don't understand is I love calls like that. In fact, if we got any more people like that who hate me like poison, <clears throat> who want to take a shot, who, who hate this show, who are disgusted and nauseated with the fact that the ratings continue to be great, that we continue kicking ass, that the show will continue to be on the air, then please let's hear from you. Because obviously if you have time to make the call, we're filling a need for you. We're filling a void in your life. Here's South Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil, how are you, sir? Great. Happy holidays. Same to you. Uh, I don't know if you heard it. Uh, when after the Dolphins won, and uh, I mean, excuse me, after the Giants beat the uh, the Denver Broncos, yeah, and uh, Nick Bonacani and all those guys were up in the booth uh, drinking champagne and uh, right and celebrating. Uh-huh. Nick Bonacani said something real smart. He said, uh, "Don't forget that you you need to win all the games to go undefeated." Right. Excellent point, Nick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm sitting here uh, cooking <laughs> a big pot of chili and would love to hear Lord Windesmere uh, go out. Okay, there you go. There's a little preview. Okay, and have a great day. They, they don't get it. We don't have time for the farting contest. We don't have. We're not playing Young Neil. We're not playing the Bridge Tender. I mean, I'm really trying today. I'm trying to be, you know, in this holiday spirit and be generous. And like all request week, this week and next week, it's Christmas, it's New Year's, it's uh, right on the uh, ass end of Hanukkah and etc. But every time I do this, you folks out there, you want the same four things over and over again. We'll not do it. I mean, we'll not self-destruct right here on the air because it's it's uh, grotesque. Isn't it? Uh-huh. Of course. And not only that, but don't forget. It puts the lotion in the basket. And the listener's in a coma. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Um, uh, hey, who's in that sound bite that you have? Um, I think it's Mandage. Says, uh, I'm going to bang you in the butt. That's Mandage. It's Mandage? Where did yeah. he say that? Or what? I want to bang you in the butt, honey. And he was uh, hanging out with Joe Rose. Oh, just hanging out with Joe Rose? Uh huh. Do you ever, like, loop that and play that over and over again and no. masturbate to it? No, I don't. Do you? No, are you, are yeah, you, yeah, you do. Uh-huh. Okay, there's a guy who wants to share with us his great idea for the holidays, okay? No, I really don't, pal, but if that's what turns you on, here's another one. I want to bang you in the butt, honey. There you go, and happy holidays to you, sir. No, he's not my type. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. 
Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Happy holidays. And back to you. Uh, Neil, well, I, I got this audience is in a great holiday mood. Let's hear from a lot more guys like we heard from in the last 20 minutes. I'm enjoying this. I love it. Hey, Neil, I got to totally agree with you with that schmuck who called you to insult you. To sit on the phone for 15 minutes. Yeah. How about, so how, about you, this, how about this guy who's yanking himself, thinking he can't figure out if it's Mad Itch or if it's Kimba Bo Camper, don't even know who's saying it, and he's still excited and uh, hard as a rock. Maybe, maybe he, he needs a woman at home. He don't got one. Yeah. And, or maybe just a boyfriend. Yeah. Okay, and this guy just vanished into thin air. Okay, uh, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Now, what does that say? Cape Cop? Cape Coral? What is that? Cape something. Here's a lady with a cape on. Hello. Hello. Cape Cod. Oh, Cape Cod. Hello. Hello, Cape Cod here. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'd like to hear North Miami cattle. here. What is it? I'd like to hear Cats from the Cattle. Yeah. Yeah. I had somebody, you know, request it, and I'm requesting it to you. Okay, I'll find it for you. you know, do Some something in between all those noise-making sound effects. Do what? Do something in between the noise-making sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Your, your chick fantasies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep a smile on your face and play it for me. Okay. All right. From Cape Cod. Okay. Have a happy. You too. In Cape Cod, say hi to the Kennedys. It's what? It's on one of the best subs. It's also isn't an ACN thing. It would be easier to find it that way. Okay. One moment, please. Oh. It's on one of these. Positive, because I have a real good memory. Okay. She wants cats in the kettle, which of course ought to be in there, but for some strange reason is not. Maybe if we had only like 400 uh, hours in there. Or maybe if we had like a whole bunch of other people. Let's see. Cat in the kettle. This 20. Okay. One moment, please. Thank you. Actually, I had to get up for this lady. I sure hope she appreciates it very, very much. Okay. While I'm tuning it up, let's take, uh, where are we? Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello, Neil. Yes, I am. Yes, I listen to your show because I think it's, like poison. it's the best thing. No, no, it's the best thing on the radio, even though I personally... Don't like uh, you as a Jew. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh I still listen to your show because there ain't nothing else to listen to. And uh, yeah, you are pretty good. You piss people off and you make them laugh. Yeah, so even I'm a Jew. Yeah. Anyways, happy holidays, you Jew okay. bastard. Okay, and cocks Okay. <laughs> See you. There you go. There was a good old, uh, good old boy for you. Is are we gonna play that thing or what? Now, what did she want? She wanted like a lot of those in there too, and maybe one of these. Okay, there goes her. Did you ever think when you're Chinese? It ain't pork or chicken, but a fat Siamese. Yeah, uh-huh. the food tastes great, so you don't complain. But that's not chicken in your chicken chow mein. Seems to me I ordered sweet and sour pork. But Garfield's on my fork. It's burned here on my fork. There's a cat in the kettle at the Peking Moon. The place that I eat every day at noon. They can feed the cat and you'll never know Once they wrap it up in dough, boys They fry it real crisp in dough Chowlin asked him I wanted more As he was dialing up his buddy at the old pet store I said, not today, I lost my appetite there's two cats in my belly and they want to fight. I was sucking on a roll it and the tums or two. When I swear I heard it mew. And that is when I knew. There's a cat in the kettle at the peaking moon. Think I gotta stop eating there at noon. They say that it's beef for fish or pork. But it's purring there on my pork. There's a hairball on my pork. 
God, it's amazing the uh, stuff that we can find and that we can come up with, isn't it? Uh -huh. It really uh, shocks the hell out of me. So there you go, ma'am, and you're welcome and have a great life up there in Cape Cod. Don't come down here because you'll hate it. We have two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's hear from all these people out there who are squeezing themselves to the sound of my voice on the air today, like the guy two calls ago. He was the best. Oh! on there, sir. And by the way, Mandy says bend over and don't drop it, and the soap either. Let's go to uh, North Miami. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to hear that Casey Kasem clip. Uh-huh, okay, That's no chance. Okay, we have an open line in Dade County. Uh, no request today, okay? Let's just talk, and I'll play the stuff that I want, because your requests are so feeble. Now, the cat in the kettle, I was good, but that came all the way from Cape Cod. We had to get a request all the way from Cape Cod up there to get something that we really want to hear, because... What the fuck's going on with Dade and Broward? Right, they just, uh, they just neurotic repetition. Oh, by the way, Sam is going to be in the QAM van. <clears throat> for those of you who are pain in the ass people out there that want to fight each other and uh, get involved in that bidding for the uh, Furby... That's right. We got a beautiful Furby thanks to Kent Davis, the store director at Albertsons, 9919 Oakland Park Boulevard in Sunrise, right up there in my neck of the woods. Knob Hill and Oakland Park Boulevard. You know that, Albertsons. You know that one? Uh -huh. Of course you do. <clears throat> so the QAM fan will be there. We'll let you know exactly when Sam arrives. But you probably want to get over there right now and start bidding. They got 800 bucks, $800 for crying out loud. They got this morning auctioning off on Kiss for Sonny Fox's rehab. Which I think is a damn good cause, by the way. Is it going to work? But no. Well, here's Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, George Store stole my thunder during the break about talking about those beef strips. Your taste is impeccable as usual. Well, I tell you. Yeah, uh, and like I'm you said, you can you can do anything with it. You put cheese on it, or I, I chop up a bunch of onions in there, put some real spicy taco cheese on there. After you put it the first couple minutes in the microwave, you pop it back in there for another minute and a half, and boy, it is delicious. Exactly, and almost I, no carbs. I grill, I grill mine, and it's incredible. Put a little bit of cheese, because and pepper, some onion, a as, little bit of tomato. As you know, finding something different and tasty and good when you're on the Atkins is really tough. Yeah, you can only have so much steak and chicken and uh, turkey and fish. Yeah. It is so hard. Hey, uh, the other day, um, I can't stop saying it puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah. I, I was getting my groceries. It puts the, the lotion in the basket. Uh -huh. I was getting my groceries the other day, and I had to get some uh, Vaseline uh, cream. And as <laughs> soon as she... As soon as she put it, the, 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 the stuff inside my grocery buggy, I had to say... It puts the lotion in the basket. I the lady it. just stood at me and stared. This lady's in her 30s, yeah. Anglo, and is looking at me like, what the hell am I talking about? Right. Excellent. These people don't know what the solid is. It's always good is. when you're on the inside of something, when we know and they don't get it. It's always a beautiful thing. It's like talking in Yiddish. To yeah, exactly. Right. I do that, too, especially in Little Havana. Beauty. Okay, it's not good really stuff. Okay, see ya. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We got happy people today. We got some unhappy people. We got some bitter people. We got some people out there searching for a life. We got some people out there searching for a member. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. I want to give you a kiss. If I would stick my tongue down your throat, would we read it on the front page? Okay. Mm, girls don't satisfy you. I just like to try. You won't you bring your lips and range? Need a ch 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 change, I change. Down on my knees, begging you please. I know Jerry Hall won't mind. I just had enough of that muscle stuff, baby. 
Kids out there, I hate to do this at this holiday time of the year, but you already know that your parents lied to you about the tooth theory and about Sandy Claus and about God. They also lied to you about who's making on your holiday gift basket. It's it's not the elves that are packing that fudge. That's right. It's not the Keebler elves who are packing fudge. Oh, they might be. You know what they say about them. It's mostly those heterosexual people out there. Since there's only a few faggots, what are there, like 40 or 50 of us? And uh, so most of the fudge packing that's going on is done by very straight people who are obsessed with the human rectum. So that guy that called before about 10, 15 minutes ago, he was beautiful. Because, you see, they think that's the ultimate shot, something that has to do with butt f***ing, uh, you know? Which, uh, based on the conversations we had here a few months ago, seems to be like the, uh, the desired uh, thing, the desired pastime. That's the American pastime, baby. That's, uh, that's the American f***ing way. Right, and, uh, exactly. Stop and think about that, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think she hit it right on the old uh Rectum. is where she hit it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. How yes, are sir. you? Great. I uh, just want to let you know I don't know why all these people are complaining about you. Oh, they gotta complain about it. They gotta complain. They like giving it a hard time. They you know, I just hard. think I just think back, you know, we're all gonna complain, you know, we're all gonna face reality once Marino's out of here. Yeah. But when you're out of here, yeah, that'll we're be really gonna face it. These people have no life whatsoever. By the way, I got real bad, I got good news for the people who keep telling me that come January 1st I won't be here. I will not be here January 1st because it's a holiday, but January 2nd I'll be here. Wonderful. Listen, I just wanted to tell you, a lot of us are out there listening, we love you, and can I ask? Have a request, please. Maybe. If it's not one of those chronic pain in the ass. No, 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 no. Please. UAM Something. School of Broadcasting? Okay. Thank you, and, sir. And have a great life. You too. Bye-bye. Hasta que me Okay, we have an open line and date, 567. That's Greg Reed's favorite, by the way, the QM School of Broadcasting, because it evidently strikes a raw nerve. Not good for the ratings. Oh, sorry, Bluff. I'll have to work a lot harder on the 18 to 34, which, by the way, until I came to this station, how many 18 to 34-year-old listeners were there on this station? About seven or eight? Probably less, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I got all the young guys out there. I got young guys all over the place. I was going to say I got young guys up there. That would get that guy uh, whipping it again, okay? He'd get all worked up into a frenzy. He'd have to uh, get it out again. And... It puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah. Here's Opalaka. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, 18 and 34. I'm a 21-year-old uh, black guy. How you like All that? right. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, Um, yesterday about Brooke... I, I turned on when I said about the turnpike in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I had to turn off by the time I got off of 595. Yeah. I was about to puke. 
It's unbelievable. Oh, oh my God. The sound uh, of that jappy, New Yorky, uh, fetching Yenta thing. I mean, guy, guys pay a lot of money to get divorced from broads like that. I mean, they, they leave town just to get away from uh, bitches like that. Oh, my God. Tell exactly. me about it. Um, uh, another thing, um, could you uh, tell me how uh, this rating system works? Because I hear you talking about it all the time. I mean, you, know, you say, like, you have a 4.0 and with a 3 share. What's the difference between that? What's the difference between a 3 and a 4? Generally well, about a 1. Yeah, well... <laughs> No, I mean, like, uh, you, you, you say you have a, you have a 3.0 and well, a 4 share. Well, they send share. diaries out, and the, the share means, like, uh, for example, if you've got a 5 share, which is a very good number, okay? Uh, that means that one out of every 20 people who are listening at that time are listening to your show. Oh, that's you see what I'm saying? In other words, 5 is 120. It's just to pick an even number. You know? Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and, uh, of course, and of course it's bogus because they, they try to do this ethnic sampling, and they like finding a lot of uh, people that don't speak English and a lot of people with dark complexions like you guys. And, uh, and, and you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a crap shot at best. But so, so it's not like one rating book really means anything. It's an accumulation over a period of time that if you keep doing pretty damn well, you must know that there are a lot of people listening. And if you keep coming up with the numbers that are invisible, you know nobody ain't listening. Oh, exactly. Okay, that makes sense. A um, couple of requests? Yes, sir. Um, LPGA, Ladies Golf. Good one. Um, oh, and uh, uh, Tuck is Too Wide. Tuck is Too Wide. Tuck is we too got, wide. See, I told you we got Sparta speaking yet. It's all right. <laughs> Have a good one, Paul. Oh, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> the only man in the history of America who could teach Yiddish to Sparta's. How do you like that? Oh, God. What's the matter with lesbian golfers? Can't you tell we really love hidden balls? The only thing that separates us from the men is the country club's bathroom stalls. I love my girlfriend, who's also chatty. She's a fan, I'm the butch, she calls me daddy. Must die, that's five, two, and charcoal, all right. It's still ladies talk to me. My favorite hole, it doesn't have any number, a green or a fairway. Don't sweat me cause I'm a snapper lapper I play golf and I'm gay Alright I make my key time, got caught in the clubhouse Lesbian golf is the only time to tell out I'm gay, let's play L-E-G-A Still ready to golf to me And ride a disgrace, chicks sit on my face Still ladies golf to me
560 WQM Hank from uh, what is it Wednesday Shula Stake 2 then we got uh, Josh Friedman at 6 because we couldn't find anybody else a couple days before Christmas we had to put a Jew in there and then we got 7 o'clock Geldy from the arena from the Mac Arena with a pregame show and the Washington Caps boy rhymes with uh, <coughs> yeah who are really stinking the joint out Panthers ought to beat them I would say 5-1 tonight okay minimum 5-1 tonight let's do it Pompano Park is not doing it right now because the next three days they'll be closed for the Christmas holiday completely closed completely dark However, this Saturday, December 26th, they'll be reopening with their five-day schedule, which means they'll be racing Saturdays. And, of course, we've got simulcasting every day of the week except Sunday. But they'll be live racing every Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, starting this Saturday, December 26th. So best holiday wishes from Ted Snell, all my good friends. And, by the way, speaking of Pompano Park, I want to remind my close personal friend, David Harrow, it's a good day to make a New Year's resolution, and that is don't ever, ever come anywhere near me. Thank you, David. I appreciate it very much, and please do your best to live up to it. You got it, David? No. Come on, you can do it. Don't ever come anywhere near me. Don't darken my door. Don't call me at home. I don't ever want to see you. I don't want to hear your name again. But have a great New Year, David, and uh, stay away. Okay, Saturday, Pompano Park reopens with Dania Highlight at noon. Freehold simulcasting, 1230. Woodbine from Toronto, 1255. Northfield from Cleveland, 1 o'clock. Dover Downs, 430. The Meadows, 630. Northfield, 7 o'clock. Dania Highlight, 715. Meadowlands, 730. Yonkers, 740. Northfield from Detroit, 740. And a great live on-car track, 735 at the Pompano Park. So they reopen the Saturday with a vengeance. Save up all your shekels, and then after Christmas, hit to make it a beeline for Pompano Harness. Were you fudge packing? It's time for Turd Talk, the show that gets to what's really deep down inside of you. And now here's your host, Colin Cornwallis. Uh, good evening. I'm Colin Cornwallis, your host, and welcome to Turd Talk. The loaf lines are already lit up, so let's just get right down to the phones. Uh, and let's see, who's on number two? It's Steve. Steve, you're on the air. Hi, Colin. I'm a first-time caller. Ooh, all right. We got a little something for you, Steve. Hang on. So what's on your mind? Well, I... Just wanted to let you know how much the wife and I enjoy the show. And uh, hold on, let me get some paper here. Okay, I, I'm back. So your wife loves the show. That's great. Tell me, Steve, you're, you're wiping right now, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay, when, when you wipe, 
do you prefer a forward stroke or a backward stroke? I think I prefer a forward stroke. As, as a matter of fact, the wife was just saying, uh-oh. Uh, what's the matter? I think I just ripped the paper. Oh, okay. How, how well did you get to wipe? Well, I got it pretty good. Okay, do you feel any pressure under your fingernails? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, boy. Remain calm. You're having what we call a push-through. Did you get any penetration? I think so. Okay, just do as I say, and everything's gonna be okay. Now, is there any clothing on the bathroom floor? You want to look for something dark-colored. Okay, let me see. Now, pull your finger out nice and slow so you don't get a flicking effect, okay? Okay. Is your finger out, Steve? Yes. Now, the first thing you want to ask yourself as you look at your finger is, has anybody in the house really made you mad today? No, they haven't. Okay, go ahead and wipe it off, Steve. Oh, thank you, Colin. Keep up the good work. Well, you are welcome. And thanks for listening. That's all the time we have for now. Until the next Turd Talk, I'm Colin Cornwallis. This has been Turd Talk, the show that gets down to what you're really made of. <laughs> Don't forget the Brooke Daniels show, the best thing that ever happened to the Hank Goldberg show this afternoon. Oh! Coming along at... Uh... <laughs> okay, the deadline's died, by the way, and I have no idea why, because we were rolling along singing a song. We had some very nice people, we had a few surly people, we had some dark-complected people, some very light-complected people, some Julio, some Anglo, some Jew, some Goyim, Fine, a couple of Palestinians... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Notice all the commentary, by the way, about the Stu Barnes situation. Now they have nothing to say. Good. Do we want him back? No. We wish him all the best in the world. We had too many small guys already. Okay. We got a couple of great little guys on the team. Ray Whitney, Dino, if he ever gets his back straightened out again, if he uh, gets under the age of a hundred. But that's it. Nice knowing you, Stewie. But uh, got to move forward, not backward. Okay. That's what they got to tell the organization. No moving backward. The van is there, by the way. Okay, the van is there. That's the good news. Van is there. She's turning the letters. Van uh, disguised as uh, as uh, Sam, by the way. Sam of the promotion, man. The van is there. The QAM van. Just look for it. It says 560 WQAM. Oh, I never put the QAM. I'll get to it, pal. The school of uh, ineptitude. I got it. So at any rate, uh, that's the Albertsons at 9919 Oakland Park Boulevard in Sunrise. Right there on the corner of Oakland Park Boulevard at Knob Hill. You can't miss it. Everybody knows the Albertsons with a big uh, uh, thing on it. And we got a Furby. I mean, we also got the best of Neil stuff, naturally, the CDs and cassettes. And But we got a Furby there, and Sam will be auctioning it off to the highest bidder. And we'll keep you abreast of how much it is. So you better make a, a zip over there right now and get online for the, the Furby because uh, it's, it's a miracle. Two days before Christmas, and we got a goddamn Furby. How do you like that? Oh! Here's Pompano. Hello. And you'll have your belated Ramadan. And back to you. So I was Happy Ramadan and Ding Dong. Thank you very much. So back again for an encore, okay, pal? The first time was not, not even amusing. It was weak. But this one, even uh, like ten times worse, okay? None of the above, asshole. Okay, there's one of the morning listeners. We have all three lines open. And what was that, Gildy's boyfriend? 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. That must be one of Jeb Bush's buddies, okay? The ones that used to come to the Marlin games with their uh, gerbil T-shirts. I'll never forget that. And the only place in the world where you could go to a baseball game, and there were a bunch of guys, a bunch of these homophobic assholes, all sitting in the Jeb Bush, those few rows behind where the Jebster sat, with their gerbil T-shirts. And one guy, hey, Neil, he holds out like the shirt, like, am I interested? And I would say, no, no thanks. But evidently, you must be the expert. I think it was Richard Gere's boyfriend. Unbelievable. Obsessed. Just obsessed with your uh, sexual frustrations, pal. Maybe you can get yourself a goddamn Jim Maddich blow-up doll. He's peddling him. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, I'm listening to you, and you say you don't mind anybody calling Rip. Yeah, you know, like you, uh-huh. Like the asshole like you. No, I don't mind somebody that might be entertaining. 
but I'm not interested in talking to the same people who want to call the show every day with their obnoxious New York accent and repeat the same crap. No, not interested, okay? And here's another guy. Every day of it. See, you have no credibility because, I mean, if you call the show every day, you're listening every day. So where do you, does this guy have credibility? No. Of course not. He's an asshole. Right. Day lines open, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. I mean, you're not entertaining or amusing. This is supposed to be an entertainment show. Is there anybody in the audience that finds you entertaining or amusing? No. Of course not. You're obnoxious. You're disgusting. You're a subhuman piece of dreck. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line and date. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Well, that's my uh, finger. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you yeah. doing? Okay, sir. Been listening my whole life. Yes. I just turned 40. Like all of these other losers, yes. No, I just turned 40 the other day. Well, congratulations. Been listening for 18 years, I think. Right. Yeah. God. I know. <laughs> Man. I want to give you my top three. Just to show you, this guy started out listening to the show as a young guy, and now he's middle-aged already. Oh, don't say that. It'll happen. Oh. I want to give you my top three radio shows of all time. Yeah. Number three, Phil Henry. Yeah. Number two, Neil Rogers. Yeah. Number one, in honor of them, I wish you'd play something. By uh, Larry Lujak. Oh. Can you do that? Yes, I can. Hey, I appreciate it. Okay. Merry Christmas. See, I'm back to you. Larry Lujak. Now, how come that's not in here? Oh, you know what? It's under Lujak. Just relax, okay? It's under Lujak. Your Uncle Larry and little Tommy. Lightning has almost struck twice in Lake Forest. I remember you reporting about the little poodle that weaved its way through the traffic in Lake Forest, only to be splattered by a northwestern train. Well, a similar incident happened about a week ago involving a squirrel. My friend and I were on our way to get some lunch in Lake Forest last Saturday when we noticed a squirrel trying to weave its way across the traffic on Western Avenue. We were in a car about 20 yards away from the squirrel when it started to make its way across the street. The squirrel was probably not as mobile as it could have been because its mouth was really stuffed with nuts from the park. Oh, luckily, though, the squirrel scampered across traffic and my friend and I were relieved that he was safe. Suddenly, two girls who were on a bike ride appeared along the side of the street. They were really flying when the confused squirrel jumped into their path. The girl tried to avoid the squirrel, but he somehow hit the back tire of her bike and got caught up in the spoke. Oh, dear. The poor squirrel went around in the wheel several times before he got free and was flung on the grass. To our surprise, the dazed squirrel got to his feet and staggered away, apparently okay. Oh, good. The girl who was riding the bike was a little upset, but I'm sure not as much as the squirrel. Luckily, he didn't lose his life, but he might have lost his <laughs> nuts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> WQAM is proud to bring you the WQAM School of Broadcasting. Yes, you too can have an illustrious career in the wonderful world of radio. If you follow our curriculum, the course is free. Of course, you'll work for free. Call 1-800-WANNABE and speak to our Director of Education, Mr. Lenny Martez. So, you want me a broadcaster? Oh, a what? A broadcaster, a broadcaster. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, broadcaster. Well, can you say news? News, news. News, news. news. No, it's not news, it's news. News. News? Uh, I'll take you on a tour. You need help. <sighs> Here, we have the Joe Rose Beginners Course. Wee, 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 wee. Repeat after me, man. Wee, 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 wee. Wee, 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 wee,
We, 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 the effective delivery rules. We know what you need. We need you. Just give us a call. All you gotta do is call us right now. Repeat after me. Fight now. Fight now. I'm coming now. Fight 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 now. Fourteen. Repeat yeah. after me. And, uh... No, that's what I want you to repeat. Go oh, ahead. Okay. And, uh... 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 And, Yes, it's the wonderful world of radio. Ah, radio, where you can hear your own voice. Let the WQAM School of Broadcasting provide you with the essential tools you'll need to make your wet radio dreams come true. I mean, uh, one from true. Squirt, squirt. I think we got some of the sports nerds all bent out of shape today, by the way. That's what I think. With all of our disgusting, obnoxious comments about the worst team that morning show, even though they may be true, you think that could be a possibility? Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, like I said, Sam is with the uh, QAM van. They're up there at the Albertsons. And by the way, they've raised 60 bucks for Center One. They've only been there a couple of minutes. We've got all our CDs and stuff there. And we have no bid on the Furby yet. See, we, I scared him away by mentioning that they got 800 bucks for the uh, one on Kiss this morning. I mean, if you bid like 20 bucks, maybe nobody else will come by and uh, get it by our deadline, which is what? Like the end of the show? Is that how we're going to do it? And also, here's some amazing news. There are 50 Furbies at that Alberton store, and what they're going to be doing is they're taking names during the day, and then later on tonight, they'll be uh, picking 50 names out of there. At 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock tonight, and you'll be able to buy. You're not going to win it, but you'll be able to one of the 50 people who can buy the Furby for, uh, I guess, the going price. <clears throat> right? The going retail price? Yes, and it's Chris and Lou, by the way. Sam is not there. Like I said, oh, Chris and Lou are there. Oh! I'm not going to goose that thing up there. They'll come out of the woodwork now. The coast is clear. So let's start getting some bids on that Furby that we got for Center One. Should get, like, I'd say at least, what, 20, 30 grand? We don't want to intimidate anybody or scare them away. Four minutes till noon at 560 WQM. Oh, yeah, we're boring. I, we, you know, we used to talk about pussy. We talk about stock now. You know, you just get old artsy fartsy, and it's no fun anymore. It's true. We used to talk about good bodies and big t- and, you know, the fun stuff. The Mad Dog is out of control, and you'll find out why when you hear the latest release from Blockbuster Entertainment. All right. Jim Bandage sings duets. Well, all right. Riding around in the breeze. Well, all right. Hear the Mad Dog. Jim Bandage sings classic rock. All right. Alright! Alright! 
instead he felt a little bit foolish. Kind of like a eunuch in a whorehouse. But now, he says... I like it. I like it. The mad dog just can't kiss enough for that cottage cheese butt. If he wants me to sing God Bless America and pasties in the G-string up here, I'll do it. You got soul! And everybody knows that it's all right! All right! Listen to the mad dog sing himself happy. All right! All right! All right! All right! All right! Bandits, things US, available now at all Blockbuster stores. Minute past noon at 5.60 WQAM. So anyway, these sports nerds, they take it very seriously. You do know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. They get real uptight. Like there are people out there believe that Ranieri is going to come here and work on his radio station in the morning. <laughs> I'm just going to keep spreading that for the next uh, four years and just keep repeating that over and over and over again, no matter how many times I say it. Will there be people out there who will believe it? Uh-huh. Of course they will. It is laughable. <laughs> I'm thinking let's put, like, Bob and Tom on there. Sounds good. Okay, Dade County, wide open. What happened in Dade all of a sudden? Huh? Couldn't be that same thing we had yesterday in Broward, could it? I hear three, uh, oh, boy. They must be killing the chickens now. 5670560 oh, and pound, pound 560 on the mobile one line. They must be choking it. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, congratulations to your Maple Leafs. They've been on, on a roll. Yes, they are, man. 40 points. They're kicking ass. 19 goals in the last three games. Oh! One over Pittsburgh and 7-4 over the Rangers. Yeah. Um, did you watch and any 5-2 games? over Phoenix, yes. Did you watch any games yesterday? Last night? Yes. Coma-inducing. I watched some of the Penguins game. That was one of the Kings. I mean, just coma-inducing. And the Phoenix beat the crap out of Detroit. I saw some of that. I got that many dishes like you, and I love that TSN, the sports network. It was from Canada. That was, was on last night. The CTV, yeah. Yeah, it was very good. The announcer was horrible. Yeah, the announcer, but the just the, the quality. Oh, yeah, the quality was great, and it was nice seeing the extra added game on there. You're right. Beautiful, beautiful thing. I work at the arena, the uh, the new uh, NAC arena. The National Car Rectal Center, yeah. Yes, I do, uh, and I, I definitely see Brian Murray every uh, every day. Yes. And uh, <laughs> not a happy man, let's put it that way. Really? Oh. Why not? He just looks like a sour man. Is he upset about the organization? Is yeah, that, I mean, they were at 500, and they got Washington and Tampa back-to-back. They could put together a four-game winning streak without much effort here if they got any balls. But He still looks constipated. Oh, is he still constipated? Yes, he is. Okay, well, it's uh, too bad. I got two Maybe questions. some prunes might help. Maybe he's got to get Stewie back. Maybe Stewie might uh, knock the old uh, out of him. That'll do it. Yes? I got two requests for you. If okay. it's good for the Schwartz, it's good for me. Yeah. Uh, your two best uh, bits of all time, Brian, which I love. Yeah. And nobody rips you better, which is one of my favorites, so you don't play. Okay. Okay? And have a great life. Thank you very much. And say hi to the spokesman. Okay, sure. Okay. How's Stewie doing, by the way, spokesman? How's Brian doing, too? The other night, was there a fight on the 4th of July? Because now his cousin's dead, a bullet in the head. What happened? We don't know. Something fishy smells, but he won't tell. So we'll ask Brian, what did you do? Brian, what did you do? Seems not so long. He was standing on his folks' lawn. And he was crying, 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 crying. It's hard to understand. It was an accident. 
two shots flying. I don't know why your agent blue claims the cops' reports aren't true. I want to know some more, so tell me what's the score. Brian, what did you do? Accidentally, or just maybe you're lying. What did you do? What did you do? Yes, now he's gone, and from this moment on, we're asking Brian. Brian, 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 By the time I get through the next couple of minutes, she is going to have to pick every scab off that putrid, pus-filled body of hers, all right? Nobody and, and I, so I'm going crazy on this, yes, because this has got to stop. You make me sick, Pat, you bitch! God! How is it possible to be so stupid, Pat? Nobody rips you, an asshole could you. You idiot, you asshole, you. Well, sing this, you fat slob. I'm going to take this cord, and I'm going to shove it right up his ass, okay? And I'm going to shove this thing so far up his butt that he's going to be singing a different tune when I get through with him. Don't we have a longer cord than this piece of crap? Look at this. Look how short this damn thing is. We've got a hundred assholes running around this building. They can find another one besides him, although maybe not that big. Go get it out of there. Go pull a cord somewhere. Go do something. Pull what? In your case, a good question, okay? God. Nobody don't start looking once again, as always, to blame fat old Neil for whatever you're upset about. You disgusting, nauseating old slobs. Old, crabby old bitches. Neil, if you don't repent, you're going to split hell wide open. You're, you're, yeah, I'm going to split it wide open. You know, I'm going to split wide open your skull with a mallet, you stupid old he's, bitch. Ah! There we go. Now we're cooking. <laughs> what did I just get you talking about? It was old bags. We don't want you, lady, okay? Go get some knitting out. Go find some crossword puzzles to do. Go get yeah, We're making a little bit of progress now. The audience is starting to request things that we haven't heard over and over and over until we're like regurgitating. <laughs> you know, I mean, sooner or later, even the best stuff. It puts the lotion in the basket. They just bury it. They uh, butcher it. Eight minutes after 12, and we have no bids on the Furby? Nothing? Kiss, country kiss. Of course, there are a bunch of yahoos, and our audience may be a little bit more uh, intellectual than that, do you think? No. But uh, they raised 800 bucks a puddle of Furby this morning, and we got <laughs> nothing. Zippity do that. We don't even have a bid. I would have thought there would have been uh, 500 people lined up over there at that Albertsons over in the Knob Hill and Oakland Park Boulevard. They will have 50 more, by the way, like I said. They're taking names and addresses, 
and they'll pick 50 names out. And 6 o'clock tonight, those 50 people will be able to buy one, a Furby for their pain in the ass kid. And we got 60 bucks for center one so far, and that's it. Very, very distressed and distraught. I'll tell you that right now, that we got no bids on the Furby. You know, this audience, we ought to be able to, they got 800 this morning. We ought to be able to get $9. Susan Powder. You know her as the loud, bald-headed infomercial queen with a bikini wax job. Okay, okay. I was fat, but my ex-husband is a jerk. Now she's back with a new self-help tape that helps you deal with the jerks of the 90s. You gotta eat. You gotta breathe. You gotta swear. Come on, you gotta start the obscenities. Excuse me, wait. Hold on. What I need to say is, you gotta start the f***ing obscenities. Susan's been through it all, and she knows how to deal with it. Every morning I wake up, look in the mirror and say, who the hell's gonna f*** with me today? She's just like you, but she's making a lot more money. I'm just a housewife who figured it out. If you shave your f***ing head, wear tight f***ing clothes, and get $87.50 for a video, you'll make a load of money. Learn how to deal with life in the 90s with Susan Powder's newest video, Start the Obscenities. What the f*** happened to my hair? Available wherever stupid ass like you buy sh like this. Okay, 1213 at 560 WCRM. We got a $50 bet on the Furby. Oh! To start. Always have to start somewhere. And we got 80 bucks for center one so far, which is also a start. Not too exciting. But uh, Chris and Lou are over there waiting for you to come by on the uh, Albertons parking lot, Knob Hill and Oakland Park Boulevard. Maybe we've exhausted that the neck of the woods, huh? Because that's uh, right in my neck of the woods. Yeah, but I'm sure we'll raise a few hundred bucks there today for center one. So let's see, 80 bucks. Our total now is, uh, let me take a look. 120. Oh boy, that's almost uh, 121,964. We're almost to 122 grand. That almost puts us up to a nice uh, even number. So uh, just continue going over there. We got the best of stuff, and we're taking bids on the Furby. And don't forget, six o'clock, 50 Furbies inside. They'll be doing the drawing to see who's got the right to buy them. Wow! I might be able to buy a Furby. Holy crap! But hey, that's uh, what that's America for you. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Long-time listener, second-time caller. Okay. Uh, bought all your CDs over the years. Good friends with people that work at Center One. Um, I have a, a special request. One I know you've uh, you play a lot and you hate playing it, but one's called uh, one's been to American Pie, and it's the night my credit died, and the other one is Prison Bitch. The night my credit died. Uh, it goes to the theme of American Pie. Last time I heard it was like two years ago you played it. American High? Right. George is, uh, what, what is it? George it, seems to, maybe I know what he's talking about. I just can't think of the real name of it. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll think of it. That and Prison Bitch, Okay, please. well, Prison Bitch. No. And have a great holiday. Okay, we have an open line at day one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. I, don't, I haven't got the foggiest idea. I know we do have something that goes to the tune of American Pie. How's Don McLean doing, by the way? How's Doug McLean doing? Anybody seen him? No. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, first-time caller, all-time listener. Great. Love you. Happy holidays to you, my friend. Same to you, sir. And hopefully the Maple Leafs will take home a Stanley Cup this year. I can smell that cup, man. Um, I can sniff it. I'm telling you, it starts with good goaltending. They're getting that this year. Mm Mm-hmm. They look terrific. Even Healy won his two games. How do you like that? I'm telling you, Coach, everything's everything's going. They're looking great. they got uh, so many good players on that team. It's uh, they got balance. Well, better to talk about the Maple Leafs than the Panthers, that's for sure. Well, I would agree right now. They're like uh, 12 points ahead of the Panthers last time I looked. <laughs> <laughs> Panthers are 
Panthers are pretty pathetic this year. Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, a 500 team, just like their record shows. They're mediocre. I uh, I had a friend uh, listening to the show yesterday, Neil. I didn't get a chance to listen, unfortunately, yesterday. And I I, I would love one request if you could just play Barney Takes a Dump. Oh, jeez. I'd appreciate it if you can. I understand. Oh. Sir. You if if not what? If I can, if you can, I completely understand. I love you, Neil. And uh, listen. And have to a happy holiday. I thank you thank so much, you. and God bless you, and we'll see you. No, I just played that yesterday. I'm not, I'm not going to keep playing the same stuff every day over and over. I'm not going to do it. What, what are you looking for? You don't know what you're looking for, and uh, forget about it. Don't, don't worry about it. What are you so conscientious about? We don't know what that guy's talking about. And then he also wanted to hear prison, bitch. I mean, is this guy joking or what? <laughs> God. Man, talk about neurotic repetition over and over and over and over. You know, it's like, uh, God. One more, come on. We have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. And I think we're going to be starting that routine at the game tonight, by the way, because Washington, boy, how the hell did we get in that division? Washington Caps are as boring as dogs do, man. They are terminal. They got a thousand injuries. They're a really bad coma-inducing team. So let's just have the teams go, uh, you know, let them fight it out in the locker room, and we'll sit there and we'll do our thing. We'll play uh, Gary Glitter. Come on. And we'll have food fights, and we'll be up there, and everybody will be shaking their ass and shaking their booty and doing a little uh, booty or whatever they're doing. Come on, let's do it tonight. Have a party up there for Christmas and New Year's, etc. And just they can forfeit the game to us. We'll have a great time. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, several days ago when the van was in Cutler Ridge, mm-hmm. uh, I bought a, uh, a CD, and I wanted two CDs, but they had run out of part one yeah. and were only selling tapes. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, they only had one size of T-shirt. Anyway, I bought two of them, uh, two of the uh, CDs, and played them, and I thought, well, look, I know several perverts for whom this would make a perfect Christmas gift. Yeah. So I went into Borders yesterday, the Borders on uh, South US 1. Right, Kendall, yeah. They're completely out. And while I was there asking about them, another guy walked in behind me, and he was disappointed also. How do you like that? So I asked them to call down to the borders in Coconut Grove oh, yeah. and see if they had any and if they did the hold two for me. Mm-hmm. And the borders in Coconut Grove is completely out of stock. I mean, I think these things would be selling if they were available. Well, they had, that's why they're out of stock. They have been selling like hotcakes. We can't keep up with the demand. And you can't get another supply. Well, well why place. don't you call Center One? Well, you know, I wanted to give them as Christmas gifts. Oh, I see. I doubt if I'd get them in time. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't know what the alternative is at this point. You guys have done a great job of promoting these things. Yeah. But the guys who are handling the distribution, and I, I don't know. No, no, but you got to understand, the last uh, week or ten days, there's been just an unbelievable rush on this stuff, and uh, it's just uh, we're ecstatic about it. Yeah. But I'll uh, think any... about it and keep listening, and maybe I'll come up with a brainstorm for you. All right, Neil. You're doing a good job on that charity. I think that's a wonderful thing. Congratulations. Thanks a lot. Happy holidays. And back to you. Okay, we have two open lines in date. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Uh Neil. Yes, sir. No request. Long time listener. I'm an old Neely and first time caller and I just wanted to wish you a happy holiday. And I just want my only request would be that just Neil keep being Neil. Okay. And uh one comment I've got for I'm a I'm a Christian man that just loves you to that loves you to death. Uh huh. 
And I, well, my, don't comment, too much. my comment to the rest of those people that call in and make take shots at you, yeah. anybody who ever has known a gay person has to love that person. Once you... What, what does that mean? You get to know a gay person. Well, what does that mean? I know some gay that people are going to spit on the best part of them. so dedicated. Yeah, okay, thank yeah. you, sir. Have a nice life. Oh, my God. Is that, uh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, we're going from one extreme to the other. Now, this guy never met a faggot he didn't like. I've met a lot of faggots I wouldn't uh, get within a thousand yards of, man. Matacorn, matacorn, there you go. Good God. I mean, uh, you know, you got to be real, sir. you got to live in the real world, real world. If there are people who are hung up with their homophobia or bigotry of any kind, it doesn't interest me in the least bit. I couldn't care less. But when we have to start generalizing out of uh, psychotic paranoia, then it becomes really embarrassing to me. God. Yeah, go out and meet a faggot. They'll be the nicest people you ever met. Won't they? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe they'll be assholes. Man, that that could have been right there, one of the most unbelievable calls in the history of talk radio. I, I think it was. I think you're number one with the bullets, sir. Right there at the top of the list. Boy, this Tyson's, uh, these beef strips, even even George likes this. And he's used to eating a lot of good free food. But this, uh, no, seriously, this is great. And you can do so many things with it. You can uh, put cheese on it in the microwave. You can uh, chop some onions up in there. You can... I'll do whatever you want with it. And thanks again to my close friend Bruce Davidson at Don Green Poultry at Opelaka. I'm going to keep buttering him up because I want a lot more of it. Although the bag of vegetables, you know, that, well, I don't want to go into that. Huh? I don't want to say that George loaded up the car with that carton yesterday, that carton with all the meat in it. And then there was a big bag of veggies, you know, for like stir-fry, that kind of thing. Put the uh, big bag of veggies in the back of my, uh, in the hatch compartment of my Corvette. But unfortunately, somebody had already opened the bag. So there's like a few I little... It was a, a rip. It wasn't... On the it was a ripped seam. Oh, it had a ripped seam, huh? <laughs> Here, here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes, hey. ma'am. Yes, ma Do I have you there? Hello. Sounds like me. Yes. Hey, this is a Christian woman calling from San Francisco. Yeah. Hey, we need you out there. It's mm, a what? situation on the radio, boy. You what? I've been out here for I've been out here for three days, and the situation in San Francisco is pretty sad. We need somebody like you out there. No chance. Too many fags. No, no. When you get sick of Miami, come on out. Okay, sweetheart. Yeah, okay, boy, boy. Too many, uh, too much disease. We have an open line at day one in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Where are we going? Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Happy New Year, Neil. Yes. I'm going up to Chicago for the holidays. I'd appreciate it if you could, if you still have that Larry Lujak or the yeah, W. Okay, great. Okay, we have an open line in Dave 2 and Broward, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Um, I want to um, comment uh, on a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, the other day I was listening to your show like I normally do, and uh, <clears throat> I enjoy your show very much. The yeah. thing is um, yeah. you were playing some bit from, um, what's his name, uh, Christopher Reeve. Yeah which I thought it was the most tasteless thing I have ever heard. Good. And uh, I think uh -huh. that's very wrong. Uh, yeah. for a person well, guess what? Is... Find a new show, then. Get out of here. We have two open lines in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Say hi to your two boyfriends, too, okay, by the way? Next time you're jerking each other off, say hi to your two boyfriends. Part of our little uh, trio of Julios out there. Here's a mobile in Jensen Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. One shameless request. Okay. Um, 
When a guy called Ripping Glen Hill, when the bird thing. Ah, oh, no, we played that yesterday. Awful. Like I said, I'm I'm I, I'm going to play the rack, okay? You people with your request, you got like seven bits, and that's all you got. That's your whole goddamn repertoire. I've got 23 years worth of crap in here, at least 11 or 12 years of love since I've been playing all this crazy crap. And they got the bridge tender. They got Barney takes a crap. They got uh, crap is what they got. Man, what a mistake. What a what a death knell. What a death wish this is for myself to be uh, indulging these people in this crap. I just get through playing Larry Lujak 15 minutes ago. Oh, you still got that Larry Lujak? No, it disappeared in the last 10 minutes, okay? Butt plug. It just disappeared. Donkey breath. God. All the day lines are open, 5670560. Oh, in fact, I'm not taking any calls. Okay, forget about the calls. I'm just doing what I, I, I said at the beginning today. Forget about these calls. It's the holidays. Play the stuff that I want to play. Do an entertaining show. Screw these idiots with their chronic compulsive idiotic. And that guy that called before about he never met a faggot who wasn't a great guy or a bulldog, whatever. Man, talk about ingratiating. Oh, the Jewish people are the most wonderful people. The uh, Palestinians, uh, yeah, right. People are people. How many years have I been telling you that, okay? I met good Jews, I've met, and then there's the nanny, okay? There's good Jews, and there's the nanny. Oi! I rest my case. <coughs> Boy, I'm choking on this stuff. You want to know why? In the bottom of the bag, there's all the little bits of meat. <coughs> Boy, you get little bits of meat in your mouth and your throat, way down there deep in your throat, and you got real problems, baby. I never like getting meat way down there. Oh, no. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I just mung two little pieces of Tyson beef strip right on my coffee there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Three pieces. Three easy pieces. Oh. And then I, then you didn't weren't watching. I licked them off of there. 25 past noon at 560 WQM. The present you're about to receive a purchase by a bunch of maxed out overstressed individuals who are so busy they have no idea what you want and really don't care. Any present that you receive is actually your size or any color you like is a mistake. What we're trying to say is have another eggnog with us in a white Christmas one more time and don't let your hopes get too high. Coming soon to a theater near you. Christopher Reeve is Superman. Superman 5. Superman, here he comes. He's he's in a wheelchair. Someone did it by that awful smell. 
at 560 WQAM, the Hank Goldberg Show from Shula's at 2. We got uh, Josh Friedman coming up at uh, 6. Oy. Because we couldn't find any Goyam who worked right before Christmas. And then we got Geldy at 7 with a pregame show. Panthers and the Caps tonight. Any interest? No. So what's the story? Are we, uh, like, doing nothing out there at uh, Albertsons? What's the deal with that? How is that possible? How can you not have a line from here to goddamn Aliquippa? 120 and still $50 was the last receipt. Jesus! 
this audience, man, I can't get over it. Maybe you know, maybe that speaks well for our audience that they don't want to spend zillions of dollars for a stupid Furby. Like the country kiss people, maybe eight hundred bucks some jackass pays for a Furby. How do you like that? So funny, uh, funny fox could go into a rehab. Eight hundred bucks for a little grotesque, ugly doll that any kid in America would look at and say, "Fat, fooey, give it to some other stupid kid, okay?" So all we got is a $50 bid, so whoever bid the 50 bucks right now looks pretty good. And 120% of one. That's at the Albertsons parking lot. Albertsons at the corner of Nob Hill and Oakland Park. That's in Oakland Park. That's in Sunrise. That's in whatever the hell they call that place, like Yenemsville. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. I'd like to call Mario. Yeah, okay, great. Call him up. What's his number? See what I mean with these people here? In these holidays, man, I like to call Mario. Good, call, go to his face, okay? Tell him, hey, you're a douchebag, you jackass. You're an asshole. You're an imbecile. You make me sick to my stomach. And then watch what he beats the living snot out of you, okay? That's why you're calling a radio show to call him, because everybody's real macho and butch on the telephone. In person, now, oh, hey, Mario, how you doing? Yeah, what's going on? What it is, baby? But on the phone, he'd like to call Mario a scumbag or whatever the hell it is. Shame on you, sir. Have a great holiday. So anyway, ever meet a good Christian? Christians are the finest goddamn. I'm dreaming of a white neighbor Just like the ones I used to know Where the lawns were trimmed And cars had rims so very long ago Every Yeah. A little loose, we apologize. It puts the lotion in the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. I need to rub it on my breath. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin suit. It puts the lotion... In the basket. I said, Doctor! I switch my BB in my legs. I say, Doctor! I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy! Are the lambs quiet today? I said, Mommy! I want to look more like a wolf. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it for my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. 
Okay, 20 till uh, 1 at 560 WQM on a great Wednesday. We hope you're having a wonderful time out there. Are we really kicking some ass out there at Albertsons today? No. Oh, boy, boy, boy. What the hell is that all about? Right? Oh, you understand why, that the median demographic, once you get north, once you get up there on uh, that part of town, the median demographic is age plus 100. Once you get it, like when you're driving north on University Drive, once you get to Sunrise Boulevard, it's the demarcation line, because just north of Sunrise and University is... Sunrise Lake. Oh, the median demographic is death plus a hundred. So maybe that's not the best uh, territory for us, but that sure isn't our crowd up there. Whoever the hell it is, it's not our crowd. We still have 120 bucks for center one and a lousy fifty dollar bid for that Furby. That's like a laughable. Dear God. I hate your daddy. Daddy, you suck. Eat my short daddy. Idiot. There's two things I know for sure. Daddy, you're a loser. And here from heaven, and she's daddy's little girl. I went back home in my pants. Thank God for all of the joy in my life. I think Mommy cheats on you. All but most of all, for butterflies kissing, after bedtime prayer, sticking little white flowers all in her hair. Daddy, why don't you get a job? To deserve a hug every morning And butterfly kisses at night Daddy, you smell like beer. Sweet 16 today I'm dropping out of high school. Looking like a mama A little more every day Daddy, I'm pregnant. One part mama the other part, girl. I don't know who the father is. I have to turn tricks for cash. I drove the car into a tree. Can you just send me some cigarettes? Hey, how about a dose for the bride and groom? She'll change her name today. Dad, I'm getting married again. She'll make a promise, and I'll give her away. Dad, that's my ass. Standing in the bridegroom, just staring at her. I think I have syphilis. She asked me what I'm thinking, and I said I'm not sure. <laughs> Lord, I've got to let her go, but I'll always remember. Hey, Pop, we're moving in. Butterfly kisses. Dad, I have some news. I'm a lesbian. All right. She only was seven when she augured in. En route to more coverage for CNN. Oh! Ignoring the weather and storms to avoid. Her white trash butch mother said she died with joy. All right.
You're too young to fly. You're never, Trash Butch mother must live through her son, but he says that flying don't seem as much fun. Still she says you have to do it for me. Now help me set up my new widescreen TV. Too young to fly. You're never, never gonna be as Frazier on Cheers. You cherished him as Frazier on Frazier. Now, 17-time Emmy-winning and 38-time Betty Ford residing Kelsey Grammer is delving into uncharted territory with Kelsey Grammer sings Barry White. If you don't mind my saying so, I feel that your love far exceeds that which I can get enough of. Or so as not to conclude my thought with the preposition, as it were, of your love. I cannot get enough. Not since William Shatner's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and Pat Boone's Tutti Frutti has there been such a torrid juxtaposition of an Anglo-oriented song stylist interpreting otherwise enjoyable, soulful, melodic renderings. Pardon me, ma'am, but when would be a convenient time for you and I to get it on? Oh, yeah. My mojo is working. At least I think it is. Plus, if you act now, we'll throw in, at some additional charge, a free bonus track of Mr. Grammer's stirring rendition of Isaac Hayes' Shaft. Would you happen to be privy to the knowledge of who that African-American detective is for whom many of the young ladies have amorous feelings? Oh, yes. You're done, tootin'. So, get Kelsey Grammer sings Barry White. He makes Barry White very white. Oh, I really got my boogaloo working now, Mama. Watch me work. Put on my fireball ones and I headed for the street. Just checked out the best of hustler and I'm starting to feel the heat. Suddenly I see people 
Checking out my butterfly scene. Yeah, I got a first class riser. It's unpitched the tent in my jeans. Now it's morning a woody. I'm finding it impossible to conceal. I'm sporting a woody. Alright. I feel like an axle without a wheel. He was born one too. Followed him up to the gates of Graceland just to see what he would do. His ghostly face revealed as he headed for his room. There's a pretty little ghost. She's waiting for his post down in the jungle room. Whispering what is this man best? Alright, it's nearly impossible to conceal. Morning wood is in Memphis. Feel like a natural, without a will. Morning wood is in Memphis. It's almost impossible to conceal. Morning wood is in Memphis. Feel like a natural, Oh, don't play this. Bob Neal's going to start having a uh, shot fit again. Don't play it. Everybody put your hands deep in your pockets. Time to feel the change. Oi. People are watching. Women are staring. They're green, blue, and green. But I'm not sharing. Some say he's brainless. Not much on talking, not much to look at, but I ain't looking to smell just a little too much. His eyes are a little too slow. His nose is just a little too long. But while they're groaning, I will be moaning, loving. He's got a really big shelter trout. The girls scream it, they let it out. He's got a really big trouser trout. I'm fishing for gold. He's got a really big trouser trout. Oh my god. That boy can make me just twist and shout. He's got a really big trouser trout. I'm fishing for gold. Yeah, I mean, it just dawned on me. Let me ask you one very important question. What the hell ever happened in Napoleon Coffee? It's the newest TV game show that's six times better than Hollywood Squares. It's Hollywood Cube. <laughs> 
You don't get just nine celebrities. Hollywood Tunes gives you six times that. 54 well-known entertainers every day. Dick McElwhite, the actor who plays the maitre d' on the restaurant they always go to on Days of Our Lives. What does the formula pi r squared describe? Um, I am, I'm not sure. I thought pies are round. <laughs> Hollywood Tunes, wacky questions, even crazier answers. In some parts of China, it's okay for a man to see another man's wife completely naked, except for one forbidden part. Her what? I can't see the cute part. I'm in the middle of a cube here. Hollywood Tunes, it's six times funnier than Hollywood Squares. What you have to think about it, is it all that much of an accomplishment? Would it be something if Paul Lind was stuck in the middle with you? 12.55, at, uh, and of course, if you meet one of those uh, people, you know, they're the nicest goddamn people. That's what I've discovered. You meet those Christians. You know, if you meet a goddamn Muslim, they are the better, the salt of the earth. You meet a Buddhist, they are the nicest goddamn people. Sir, you could be the dumbest person I've ever spoken to. Of course, he said he was a, uh, did he say he was a Christian? <laughs> Four minutes. It's one thing to be a Christian, but when you start saying it, then you know that uh, serious help is in order. Four and a half to one at 560 WQM. It's the one to two hour. Hello, Neil. Um, I would like to ask you a question. Um, my son was watching your program on the um, on Whammy on Miami. The date was the um, 15. And um, I would like to know if you're some kind of um, antichrist or something. Because now my son wants to worship the devil because he thinks he's cool. And he also wants to... Just as ladies and, and put lipstick on now. I don't know if the whole channel 69 is the Antichrist channel. Um, please, I'm really concerned, and I would like to know if you're the Antichrist. Thank you, and please, if I see you somewhere, I wouldn't even stop and give you water because you, now you turn my son into a faggot, and you made my son serve the Antichrist. Thank you, and have a nice day. Hello, I am a black female American, and I'm calling due to the fact that I am listening to 6:10 a.m. currently, and I do not appreciate the comments that are being made referring to black Americans. It is ridiculous that the way they are talking about people on welfare because there are more white people on welfare in America than blacks. There's more white trash out there. They're not trying to get jobs. They just want to lay around and have babies from black people. And I would appreciate it if you would stop making those horrendous comments because I'm sick and tired of it, and I will call my lawyers. I really hope you use this on the air. I've been listening to QAM now for maybe... 20 years at least. I've been living here for 40 years. I've never heard anything as disgusting as this Neil Rogers program. I've heard him before. It's, it's pornographic. And the thought of my granddaughter of one of my kids listening to it is bizarre. I, I, I tell you frankly, I am done listening to your station. This is the gro most gross thing I have ever heard. Oh! As far as I'm concerned. You're off my book. Goodbye. Yes, sir. Um, with all due respect, I just want to let you know that I was able to make contact with the FCC in Washington, D.C., and they said they're going to send me uh, information in a package. As far as making a formal complaint uh, about the Neil Rogers show and the format, and also was able to contact the Christian Coalition, Ralph Storrs, and we might be able to organize a group of people that can call the sponsors and other spots during the Neil Rogers show and complain and possibly let them know that uh, we will not be shopping in their stores as long as uh, the commercials are being ran during the Neil Rogers show, which is not a show, it's obscene and it's pretty disgusting. Now, all this can be avoided if you guys change 
the format, tone it down, ask that disgusting pig to stop talking about anal sex. So it's in your hands, sir. If uh, I feel that you guys are toning it down a little bit, then I will probably not go ahead and file a complaint. Otherwise, <clears throat> it's ready to go. Neil Rogers is a pig. I turned my radio on the other day and got Uncle Neil program, whatever it was, and it is the filthiest thing I've ever heard in my life. If the children were around, it's horrifying. I'm surprised as a producer you let that go on the air. And I've heard other complaints about it, even from the from the help there. I wish you'd rectify that and do something about it. There's no need to be taking God's name in vain and and classifying women as well. I wouldn't even even mention that. Thank you very much, George. This is uh, Robert. Um, I'm playing and out of town all the time on business or whatever. I was looking for a good sports talk radio station and happened to find Neil Rogers. Uh, to be honest with you, pathetic. Very pathetic. And uh, this guy, is, I mean, if this is all you got on sports talk radio, it is horrible. So I'd, I'd definitely try to find somebody there, that's for sure. And his whole GD thing and everything else, just tell him one day we'll all face the Lord. All right? Have a great day. Bye. The guy that you have talking on your sports department, I heard him the other day talking about the illegals that they're getting now to play uh, the game. And, you know, it, it's very clear that he's talking about the Cuban illegals, okay? And uh, I want to tell you that's, that's very shitty for someone to talk that way about illegals because, you know, him himself was not, is, not, is not a native here. He's not an American Indian. Everybody here has been an illegal sometime or the other. Okay, and I don't like anybody talking like that about Cuban people. Okay, because you know he talks about like that about Cuban people. How about his nationality? He's a piece of shit. Okay, there's nothing but rot to hear the the poor people. That's how that's how you know that that's the American fucking way. So don't talk about Cuban people that way. Bunch of assholes, you guys. Uh, I heard a uh, commercial on your station yesterday about one o'clock in the afternoon. Something about uh, uh, a voice would uh, speak out uh, if someone approaches your uh, automobile, and a, a voice of a big black something or other would come out and say, get away from my automobile, or you're too close to my automobile, you big MF. I object seriously to profanity like that. On, on the radio, and I I object to the, to the profanity and that type of advertising. I believe in free speech, but that's too far. If I don't hear with reference to this complaint from you, I will send a letter to the uh, Federal Communications Commission because no kind of that that kind of language is certainly not acceptable on on uh, public radio. It might be all right between individuals, but not on the radio. Uh, you can call me back on... Uh, uh, Mr. Eisen, E-I-S-E-N. Thank you. Hi, Neil. Um, I'm a Miami resident, and I just happened to hear the Neil talk show on my way home, and I think it's absolutely horrible, and I don't understand how anybody with values and morals or a social conscience can allow such a thing to be broadcast on their station. This guy is just cursing at people, insulting, blaspheming, just spreading anger and hatred. I don't understand that. I mean, do you have 
children? Do you have a family? Do you care what's going on, you know, in the world? No. That just this bad stuff should be going around? Someone just venting all their hatred and anger at innocent people? I mean, he just left somebody crying on the, on the air. And uh, maybe it's very popular and makes a lot of money for your station, but this is really not what the world needs. I mean, things are bad enough. I don't think we need a guy like this. And uh, I really find it very offensive and, and just horrible. I mean, how would you like if your children were listening to that and growing up in a world where this kind of thing is acceptable, where people can talk like that and, and be paid for it and be endorsed? I mean, I'm just horrified and disgusted. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels that way. Please try and take consideration of, of, you know, the rest of the world and the other people that have to listen to this kind of garbage. And I hope you will, because this is really something that's not acceptable. If you want this world to get to be a better place, this is not the way to do it. I've been listening to WQAM for, um, gosh, um, five to six years. And uh, I've watched the morning show evolve and everything. And um, I, I have a problem. I'm taking my kids to school and we thinking commercials for... Uh, for the guy that c- curses nasty, nasty things, and there's no warning. It just blurts out, you know, f*** you, and, 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 and you can hear the bleep, you can hear the f***, you know, and you can hear the ventum in his voice, and, and you know, I don't have a chance to turn off my radio quick enough. Now, I heard it, you know, I had a problem again the other day. I can't explain that stuff to my kids. I, I, I've been listening to this station for a long time, and I think you're ruining it, by infiltrating it with his nasty language. And uh, I don't know what I can do, but I, I just thought I'd better call, you know, and, and tell you. It's different with Hank. If Hank calls someone a son of a bitch, you just heard the guy act like a son of a bitch. And there's a reason for it. But the other guy with his farts and his asshole and <coughs> the way he curses, he's, he's ruining your first team. And um, I think Joe Rose should stand up and... and uh, and, and get this all kicked off his program. Cause there's a lot of people like me that um, that are, you know, have children, and uh, and I just don't like to hear someone say "pissed off" on my way to work. Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that, and, and I don't think it's appropriate. You know, if you're going to have a nasty little program in the middle of your day, leave it there to make the other programs. Mean to us, and it, and it really insults my intelligence. And, and you know, if that's not clear, I don't know what is. I'll talk to you later. Neil Rogers, I think, is the perfect example of queer. What is his purpose for his new show or his ugly show? He uses that word rectum every five minutes because that's what his brain is. He's never going to get past his South Florida audience because that the town and the people that he's always complaining about are the only fools that would give him any time of day. Eventually, his rating will drop so low. You'll have to readjust this rectum. George or Nina, whoever it is, you can tell your big, fat, f***ing atheist. He has no right to talk religion because he is a faggot and he is not representative of our thinking. Thank you. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh! Okay, 10 minutes after 1 at 560 WQM, we got eight, uh, 500 bucks for Center 1, plus the bid on the Furby is 85 bucks. Wow, pretty weak. That's at the Albertsons, Knob Hill and Oakland Park Boulevard. Chris and uh, Joe or their Lou or whatever his name is are up there in the QM van. And we've got uh, 50 minutes and somebody's going to get that Furby. It looks like it'll steal off a buy. 
and we got all the best in the LCDs and stuff as well. Albertsons, Corner, Knob Hill, and Oakland Park Boulevard in Geriatric Town. Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. I got you there. Get me a ticket for an aeroplane. All right. Got to get on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Bankrupt. What do you mean, bankrupt? I don't care how much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at Patsy Jack again. Oh, oh throw in the towel. Still, I buy your vowels. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Hey, man, what do you mean there's no F in phone? Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. Hey, Vanna, is that an all-over tan or what? Vanna, I don't understand why you make a hundred grand. Not for me to say. Anyway, get me a ticket for an airplane. Gonna be on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Ovana, pick me a letter. Ovana, go baby, go. All right. Hey, get out of my face, Pat. Is that a stupid way? Hey, there an L in that word? Is it lowrider? All right, lowrider. <laughs> Forget the letter, man. I'll take Vanna White, you beautiful baby. You and me could play the home game. Got me a ticket for an aeroplane. All right. I'm on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just love that sound. I'm in the bonus round. Hey, Vanna, pick me a letter. Lose a turn. Hey, Pat, lose this. Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. All right, that is an all-over can. Vanna, I don't mean to stare, but are you wearing underwear? For me to say, anyway, I don't care how much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at that Jack again. Won't throw in the towel till I buy your vowel. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Please, Vanna, pick me a letter. All right, I'm ready to pick, baby. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, K, L, M, O, P, Q, R, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. That's your covering, huh? ไม่ตัวเวดหรือฟรีจิเรเตอร์เฮ้ยแมนป๊อปวอตดิยูมีนไฟบนเรดดาวน์เลสกูรับแบล็กแอนด์ไวท์ไฟบินปอร์ตเ
If every station made their decisions based on being afraid of what other radio stations are doing, there would be no Howard Stern, no Paul Castronova, no Bob and Tom, etc. Just a few years ago, everyone thought Herman and McBean were unbeatable at the old WGTR. We did? Did we think that? No. No, of course not. Keep these things in mind. One, Rick and Spud have done most of their career mornings. In fact, nearly half the years they've been in South Florida have been in the mornings. They hate the mornings. Number uh, number number three. He goes from number one to number three. <laughs> I'm serious. There is no number two. Who's number two? I guess Patrick McGowan is looking for him. Number three. Mornings are not an insult. In the industry, it's the most desired time slot, although waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning is something you never get used to. Number four, Rick is very confident of his ability to compete in morning drive. If you're a real fan, maybe you would be too. I'm not so sure. This is number five. I'm not so sure Rick and Sons are insulted by having Brooke in the afternoons. How do you like that? <laughs> yeah, I wonder I wonder how they like having a Brooke in the afternoon. Well, that makes us feel like duty. I'll bet. I accept the fact that you'll miss the uh, drive home with Rick and Suds. I hope now you've got a better understanding of why this decision was made. I accept you may not like the decision, but at least you'll know why the decision was made. Peter Bolger, the consistently, the unflappable, the absolutely perfect operations manager at uh, Queer Channel. There you go. Nice going, Pete. Morning drive is our most important time. That's why we put our top talent like John Ford in the morning. He's a creative monster is what he is. <laughs> with a 0 0.6. Oh! With a number that you couldn't find with a goddamn magnifying glass, with those Magnavision reading glasses that Ranieri was always peddling, right? No, 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 no. Oh, God. Yeah, Ranieri's coming January 2nd, okay? All you first team sports nerds out there, look out now. You got real tourists coming, baby. Well, now we're going to have to get an AP wire for the birthday list on this day in history. And that crap. No Sodom's hiding a lot more than blood. They say they're weapons of mass destruction. Oi! I say we send a couple megatons bombing rock. It puts the lotion in the basket. In the Gulf War, let him off the hook. I think it's time to give his butt a wood. So it's time. Load those B ones up on the rock. All right. Yep. On the rock. Till there's nothing left to see. On the rock. Till Saturn's six feet deep. On the rock. Blow up the creek. On the rock. It puts the lotion in the basket. And they say he's got guns and chemicals that burn, but he's not learned from a bunch of guns. If we let him prepare, we'd better beware. Because some of his strength won't be done. I'll be rock. Oh! Bring it to an end. I'll be rock. Okay. Okay. 
with that chick there and say goodbye. Iraq, Iraq. Bang, you're dead. 126 at 560, WQAM. So anyway, they got 660 bucks for Center One, still 85 bucks. They got 800 on Kiss. We got 85 bucks for the Furby. What does that tell you? That means their audience is 10 times more generous than ours? Or is that Sonny really need that rehab one or the other? So we're looking for a good place where we ought to have send the event out tomorrow. Maybe you got some suggestions in our last 32 minutes today. Somewhere that we could raise a lot of money. Because he wants to go over to the Sawgrass tomorrow. Is that our audience over there at the Sawgrass? No. The day before Christmas, is that our crowd? No. So let's uh, have the audience call in with someplace good where we can send them tomorrow. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. I think I like my baby. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm -hmm. I don't know what they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm -hmm. Laser surgery. Mm -hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Mommy. Mommy, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life? puts the lotion in the basket. Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to make it an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? Okay, so what is he trying to say? It puts the lotion in the basket. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay, 26 till 2 at 560 WQM. We got 740 bucks up there at the QAM van over at Albertsons in uh, wherever that is, Yenemsville. And a hundred bucks is the bid on the Furby, which is still pretty weak. I mean, a chef, you know, they're going to be laughing their ass off at us. You know, that bald-headed, uh, what's his name over there at the Kiss? What's his name? The PD, Bob uh, McKay. Hey, listen, it's been so long we even mentioned his name since he told me what a jerk he was. He's my best friend. You said he's an asshole. That's what you said. Then you tried to back out of it because you were too embarrassed. You know, that's the oldest game in the world. You know, say something behind somebody's back, and then as soon as they show up, hey, it's my good buddy Bob McKay who used to be so nice to me when I was the production flunky. We made friends. Yeah, right. 
You told me. He's an asshole. And uh, reiterated many times. But at any rate, they're going to be laughing. Oh, that's QAM. You know, that's AM. And they got a point. You know, this this shows you when you're, if we were still on Zeta, if I was on a goddamn FM 100,000 watt station without all, you know, puking and popping, they ought to put an asterisk next to these numbers every time the goddamn trends and the ratings come out. Like it's a major goddamn accomplishment on an AM radio station, which it's like knickers. It's like high button shoes, man. AM radio. Look at the cum on those FM stations. It's unbelievable. It's incredible because that's where all the audience that we want, they're over there on FM. You know that, don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. They're all over there on FM. So we have to drag them. We have to make like a miracle. We have to pray there's a lot of guys with pickup trucks that have no FM radios in them. In fact, what we're going to start doing, we're going to send, after we get done with the Center One campaign, we're going to send Sam and Chris and Lou and everybody else out there busting people, just the FM part of your radio in your cars. They're going to be busting, and they will not steal anything, unless it's of great value. And they'll be uh, just breaking uh, the FM thing on your radio dial. Uh, because it's just 100 bucks for a Furby, and you got 25 minutes to top that bit. Because whatever we got right there at the end, is that the way we're going to do it? Yeah, because they're going to Van Moose, I'm sure of that, once we get done, because I'm sure Chris is probably meeting some real hot chicks up there in uh, Oakland Park. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Over the age of 100. <laughs> okay, so let's find out where we should take the van tomorrow. WQAM. Yeah, hi, uh, George. Uh, can, can, you, can I purchase that body augmentation thing somewhere? No. Uh, WQAM. Hello? QAM. Uh, is Neil taking, still taking calls today? Is he what? Is he still taking calls? Well, what did you want to talk about? Uh, I... If you could play the uh, Buffalo Bills version of the Dolphin song, okay, that'd be great. Okay, thanks. Yeah, come on, let's get some ideas. Now you notice the Broward lines are all ringing now, but Dade County—they don't want us in Dade. Is that the deal? Uh-huh. That's the message. Boy, we get the message. Okay, they don't like us in Dade County. We've been struggling for this for like the what? Last ten months? Only been on here twelve months. The last ten months, there's been a real loud message. We hate you like poison in Dade County. No speaking English. Blow it out your ass. Uh, Mama la whatever. And Bessame Kulo, that's the message from Dade County. Okay? Go have another fixed election and get out of our face. WQAM. Hello? WQAM. Neil, God. Yes, sir. Neil, it's Andy. How you doing? WQAM. Hi, Neil. Yes. Happy holidays. And the same to you. How are you today? Great. I have a suggestion for the QAM van. Yeah. Somewhere east in Broward. Everything's west. Nothing's east. Okay, like where? Like in Fort Lauderdale, you mean? North Fort Lauderdale, Pompano. How about Tamarack? No, that's... Uh, <laughs> no. Tamarack's... Uh, Pompano is like here. Eh, how about Wilton, not how that about, old. There's, how about Wilton Manor? Is there all those... Uh... Uh, I don't know. Well, Around there somewhere, no, anywhere. Well, give me a for instance. I mean, once you get east in Fort Lauderdale, that's not my territory except Ruth's Chris. Give me an area. Um, East, like commercial and federal area? Okay, or? you got it. Oh, wow, thanks a lot. Well, at least I'll, I'll mark it down. It'll be one of our, okay, because this is going to be big tomorrow. It's the day before Christmas. Commercial and federal. I'm sure there's gas stations on the corners up there or some kind of a place that they might let us park and hang out and give them a lot of free publicity. You think there might be? No. Wouldn't that be something? He takes the van up there, like into an Amico. Hey, get out of here, you assholes. We hate your station, especially that faggot, okay? You think they might say that? Uh-huh. Too bad. Then we'll give more publicity. Here's uh, WQAM. Well, I like a big, big, big stick. WQAM. Hey. Yes, sir. I'd like to make a uh, $110 uh, bid for the Furby. Yeah, sure. See, now here we go again. We're not bidding on the air, okay? I know that we appreciate it very much. In fact, that's what we should have done. Although you never, you can't legitimize it. That way you can't, uh, you know, you don't have no idea if they're going to really do it, if it's legit. Now, Woody Graber called uh, before off the air, wanted to bid, and of course, is he legit? No. So George said, forget it. We'll see you up there at that bogus place you're pushing up in Palm Beach, that Coral Sky Amphitheater where people get pneumonia. 
No, I talked to Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. I said, hey, Nick, would you guys go back and appear there again? He said, no. No chance. He said, not for $2 billion will we go back to that place. But anyway, Woody, have a happy uh, glacial holiday. No, we're not. We're, we're doing it over there. And I realize that it makes it a little more difficult for people to go over there. And uh, but, but Isn't that the way they did it on KISS? How do they do it? I have no idea. Well, why don't you call your good friend Bob McKay and find out? Too late now. We should have uh, checked in with him and find out how they raised 800 bucks. He's an asshole. Yeah. They probably went out there and picked their nose for, like, uh, you know, speaking of Booger Belmonte, that's probably how they did it. Hey, here's another Booger for you. They thought it was going to be filled with that Buffalo Bill song. The, the um... Well, Buffalo has a football team, the greatest in the land. And everybody thinks they're great, because they really are. The Buffalo Bills are the number one. See what I mean? So just sing along. When you say Miami. When you say Buffalo. And hear that. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest team in the history of the human race. They're the Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest thing since sliced bread and canned beer. Yeah, there you go. And you and you jazz up that redneck stuff. They listen to that banjo. Holy sweet God, listen to that. When you say Buffalo Bills, it don't sound so rednecky, do it? Everybody sing along now. Are you Bill fans? Here we go. Well, the Buffalo Bills are the best team. They have the best record over the last five years. And they went to the Super Bowl four times, which is more than I can say for this uh, scum-sucking fish. And they're uh, the greatest, because they really like their uniforms. They sure as hell beat the heck out of having a fish on the helmet, because they're the Buffalo Bills. The best football team, what I ever seen in the history of my life. They are the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. The home of Jim Kelly, the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah, everybody, the Buffalo Bills. They're the Buffalo Bills. And they've been around longer than the stinking rotten fish. Well, they're the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. What would you rather have as a pet, a buffalo or a fish? Okay, 145 at 560 WQM. Adam from Sales just gave me a nice $100 check. Thank you, Adam. Good guy. 121,984 plus what we got out there, which is 740 plus 100 for the Furby. Is that it? That's up to the minute. 100 bucks for the Furby. I'm going to tell you something. I can't come in here again. If I ever see that damn funny socks again, I'm just uh, not going to be able to look him in the puss. Although, quite frankly, if you stuck a banana in his mouth, wouldn't he be like illegal? Okay, anyway, we'll uh, figure out some <laughs> someplace to be tomorrow. You realize now that we are over 100, we're like right on the edge of 123 grand? I remember not too many weeks ago, some of the idiots around here who have no idea what they're talking about. Well, you know, you raised 140 was the most you ever got percent of one, like two years ago. But that was with Phil and with Rick and Suds and with all, all this other stuff. Like, oh, we can't do anywhere near that just with you. Who the hell wants that Neil stuff, right? Yeah. Who the hell wants your crap, mister? And here we are at 123 with eight days to go. And with tomorrow going to be a spectacular day wherever we decide to go. WQAM. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, how are you? Outstanding. Um, oh, you took it cold. I'm the gentleman that wrote the letter to Earl Mocker. Oh, yeah. Earl Mumser at the Scum Center. Yeah. yeah. I, we, um, what? In... I, I have that right here, by the way, sir. You'll be pleased to know that I've saved that. It's uh, right over here somewhere. Yeah, I kind of felt like I tried to take him to task a little bit. In my, and I didn't mention it in my letter, but I had about a 20-minute phone conversation with him. 
and I, and I said I understand your position, and I don't I don't agree with it, but the I understand position, it. Yeah. But but if, if since you feel that there are a lot of people out there that are interested in the spreads, I'm not a gambler. Right. I mean, I like to watch football and hockey, but I mean, I I, I don't care about the spreads. I don't I don't pay attention to that. But why do they have to accept the advertising then? They're, well, you know, you notice he never made any mention of the advertising yeah, because I, if he would if he would have mentioned that, it would admit it, admitting that he's a whore, which we all are in the media, but he doesn't want to admit it. Well, I talked to him on the phone about that. I said, well, then, you know, why do you accept their advertising? He said, well, you know, and I said, well, because you got an editorial policy and you got a fiscal policy and you got to make money, right? He goes, and he didn't dispute that. Yeah. So, I mean, I just... Uh, I mean, they got a monopoly. There's one newspaper in each county, basically, and they got a gigantic monopoly, and they're making money hand over fist. If they were that goody two-shoes and convinced that this was so bad for the people of this community, why don't they replace that ad with an ad for a shoe store or a furniture store? I'm sure there's plenty of other people that will advertise in their damn papers. Totally agree. Right. At any rate, Neil, happy holidays. Uh, the Center One stuff is great. Thanks a lot, Jim. And take care. See ya. Bye. That's Jim from North Miami Beach that wrote a great letter to Earl Mumser, the, the editor of the Scum Sentinel, who, and Earl responds by with that article I read the other day, that idiotic column. We believe that non-gamblers are interested in point spreads as much as those who make bets. <laughs> right. Sports fans want to know their uh, professional odds makers are favorite. Right. I know before I like before the game tonight, the Panthers in Washington, I'm going to open up that Scum Sentinel and make sure I check out that uh, the point spread real close. <laughs> of course, I would never make a bet. Oh, God. I mean, it's written like for a kindergarten child. Even they would be laughing at that crap. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Terrific show. Yes, it is. I like it. Actually, you're doing a great job. Uh, Uh Two things. I think uh, you, I I didn't, I may not have heard what you said about it, but I think I know the answer. Uh, Why don't you watch Dewey Beck? Yeah. Because we we already got, what is that? We got a bunch of little guys already. What is that? What's that sound? Uh, it's not my phone. Okay, have a nice day. Oh, that's not his phone. What is that? What the hell is that? Where is it coming from? Oh, my God, we've been invaded by Martians. Let's see, is it coming through any of my pots? No. Is it coming from in there? I think it's the end of the world. It must be like an air raid. Seriously, where is that coming from? Huh? That's a faxing uh, yeah. sound. Well, anyway, the reason we don't want to back is we already got a couple of little guys, okay? And you don't go backward, you go forward, and uh, they made one mistake. Well, what the hell was that? Where was that coming from? It wasn't on the phone line because I uh, had to hang up on that guy. What was that? It must have been over in the other place. Was it on the line? Was it on the ISDN? Was it, uh, do we have any idea what that was all about? No. That was pretty exciting. Man. Do we know? No, we don't know. It was no. coming from us, he said. It was coming from over here. Oh, my God. It must have been an act of... Oh, God! Woo! Do you believe that, man? Yes, Virginia, there is really a... Uh, oh, God. That's right, and he works in very mysterious ways. So anyway, we don't need Stewie back, and if there are fans out there who are going to get sucked into this deal, that Brian Murray is going to try to cover his ash now as the spokesman and try to... Yeah, I mean, you, you just can't go backward. you got to move forward. I mean, uh, the idea of having three little guys on the same team is unacceptable. It's unrealistic. We need, like, Pavel Burry would be nice. We'll take him instead, okay? Can we get Pavel Burry? No. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Eric, we could use Felix Potvin and Gold. We're going to get Felix? No. Oh, I mean, that's right. I forgot John Burke played two games, okay? Two uh, outstanding games in a row. That's going to make a lifetime. Does that make a career? No. I mean, uh, you know, you're just going to hear the same old crap because they aren't going to unleash the big bucks. So they're going to be talking about things like, uh, you know, let's get Stewie back now to try to pacify the fans and pull the woolly over their eyes. We're trying to figure out where we should send the van, where to stick it tomorrow, and I'm sure somebody out there will tell us where to stick it. WQAM. WQAM. 
Yeah, hey, how you doing? I'm going to get on with Neil. Okay, speaking. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Great. Hey, listen, just recently really cut it down here from Jersey. Yeah. Um, you had been asking some questions earlier on the uh, radio about uh, if anybody listens to that first team in the yeah. morning. Uh, one of the things I have happened to do since I'm new to the area is I started to listen to them for a couple of days, and now I just get on the Internet and listen to national programming. Huh. Um, let me ask you a question, Neil. Um, you know what the uh, odds are on tonight's game? Yeah. One and a half. One and a half? Yeah. Panthers? No. <laughs> See ya. Get out of here. Nine minutes before I go back to Jersey, okay? He must, you know who he must have been? He must have been a close personal friend of Christina. Moron! Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised he's from Jersey. Nine minutes before two at 560 WQA.